Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Sees it episode 84. This week we're doing MCU uh, Captain America Civil War. This was released in 2016 and was the 13th MCU movie released. So we're getting we're getting into it now. We're that's about halfway for the movies now, I believe. I think it's mm-hmm. 26. So, uh, right. but this is when it really started kicking off. This was the first movie in the third. Uh, what were they calling them? Waves. Phase. Or phase. phase. Yeah. Uh, like third phase. Yeah, so this was, was the kickoff for it. Um, interestingly, it's it's called Captain America's Civil War, but it literally was an Avenger movie. It had everybody and their mom in the kitchen sink. Uh, except. So, well, except for Thor and, and Hulk, because they were off-world. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they, right. They were the lost nukes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they actually, yeah. and Well, and I think... I think that was an active, uh, actual uh, choice because of their power levels. Because, I mean, the whole idea of Civil War uh, um, came from a comic book, which was really cool, was that they, you know, were going to try and control the, the power people or people with powers or enhanced. Um, and do you really think that Hulk or Thor would have went for it? And could you have stopped them if they said no? <laughs> kind of thing. Well, th- well, that's the thing. If they were Hulk, on opposite pretty sides, pretty much, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Well, but if they were on opposite sides, you know, it's it's one of those things where true. I mean, but cause, that because I mean, we saw how that turned out. Yeah. Here's here's the thing, right? Though. I then mean, they fought in Ragnarok, right? Yeah, they did fight they in Ragnarok. But I don't think I don't think Bruce would have gotten involved on either side. He would have been like, "You guys are being ridiculous." He wasn't Ultron, though. Well, but they had to stop took, Ultron to keep him from destroying the Earth. This was but, he took Tony's side, but he took Tony's side before anything even happened to go behind everybody's back so Ultron could be could come around. And that was Bruce siding with Tony on that's the right thing to I, do. I could, see, I could see Bruce siding with Tony on this. Like, he would try mm-hmm. and find a way. But the thing is, is Hulk is a different... It's a different yeah. side of that coin. I don't, and Hulk would have been on Cap's side. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. And I think Thor would have been on Cap's side, too. Um, just, I, just I, 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 can't see, I can't see Banner unleashing Hulk over it. He might have he argued He can't always Tony control and, it. That's, that's well, I mean. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think. Banner yeah, I don't been, think. He might have been more into oversight. You know, he always wants to have some sort of control over the beast. So maybe he would have side with uh, Tony Stark. It would have been interesting. But anyways, they did it, I think, on purpose to keep that out of it because it would have been such a hard thing to handle. Not only that, um, it, w- it was based off of comics, and uh, I don't believe Thor or Hulk were in the comics uh, in any of it that I remember reading. I, and I just read some of this. I didn't read it all because it's, uh, it's like a seven-issue uh, miniseries that came out in 2006, 2007, and then it has a lot of the crossovers. Which um, I remember from when I was collecting and reading comics back in the day, I I enjoyed and hated crossovers at the same time because it was like I want to read the story and I re- want to read it all, but I can't afford to buy 16 other issues that I normally wouldn't buy because you're gonna put four right. pages of a, a story going on in this you know 
other person that I don't even care about. So, yeah. um, yeah. but having, anyway, I think, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here though. We, we are, the, we are, I know we always <laughs> we're this is the worst it's ever gotten. And I'm going to be the voice of reason and let you dial it back to the regular okay. intro. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, before we get too deep into it, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about what we're drinking for this episode because then uh, we got a lot to talk about, and I think we need I need a drink for to talk about half of it. <laughs> so, nice. uh, anybody want to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> right Volunteers, jump right up. <laughs> um, so, one of my favorite uh, favorite uh, Stanley cameos in all the movies is, is in this one. Yes. I think we even talked about it in the past too, where he, he's uh, a FedEx delivery man and he's looking for, uh, looking for Tony, uh, Tony stank and, uh, <laughs> and uh, makes a big deal. And, and um, what is it? Rhodes loves it. He, he says, I'm not going to forget. Oh yeah. This and keeps, keeps rubbing it in. But so I use that as my, where I started with my drink. I, uh, I found a recipe for a, a stink bomb, which is uh which is actually an, uh, an adaptation of an Irish uh, car bomb. Um, okay. Which, which an Irish car bomb is is you got your your Irish whiskey, your um, your um, Irish cream, and you drop it into a Guinness, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and and then I guess you're you're supposed to just down it or something. I don't know. You are. But, uh, you are supposed because if you don't down it <laughs> yes. quickly, it curdles. <laughs> um, uh, stink bomb is an adaptation where rather than throwing that, you know, when you're out of Guinness, you use um, a crappy lager, like a, like a Keystone <laughs> lager. So uh, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the stink reference, I, uh, I adapted a little bit. So um, uh, for, for my, not stink bomb, but my stank bomb, it's, um, <laughs> I, I substitute, I'm using a light lager. It's actually a nicer lager than the, than the Keystone. But instead of an Irish whiskey, I'm using, um, uh, I'm using Iron Man's, whiskey of choice which is uh which is actually a single malt scotch whiskey uh lafroig um this is a 10 year i think he drinks a 17 year in 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 the first iron man but uh he also but, has a lot more money than we do so he does right <laughs> so this is my this is my stank bomb and i'm not gonna i'm well, okay well we'll see you gotta slam it if you, if you got cream in there <laughs> you better or it'll curl that's the whole point. Good job, Steve. <laughs> nice, nice. All the way down. Right. Good. Tony yeah, Stank awesome. Bomb. And now I've brought myself a, a whiskey glass so I could just have a little uh, of the Lafroy on the rocks right here. Yep. Nice. Right. You guys go ahead. <laughs> That's awesome. Your, to cleanse your palate. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually love car bombs. Uh, it's one of those things uh, every uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, for dinner, I'd always do them. And, and even when my daughters were, were younger, um, I'd let them join in and we, I would do what they, I call uh, scooter bombs with them. So I would do like a, an eighth of a, of a real car bomb. So I'd give them just a little bit of whiskey, a little bit of, and just so they could yeah. drop it in and, and do it with me and stuff nice. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm more of a sake bomb. I prefer the sake bombs, but you know, oh, okay. so same concept. So they're fun. They're fun. Uh, what was, what, what's the touchdown? Uh, our friend Alicia oh, always know. has at her uh, Man- birthday. Mandarin, Mandarin vodka. Um, I believe it's Red Bull or some sort Bull, of energy yeah. drink. And, oh, um, yeah. Is that it? I think you just, I think you, yeah, but you dropped that into your beer, I think, and, and go. They were really good, or maybe it was something, it was something else, but it, it was definitely the Mandarin vodka and Red Bull, or maybe you drop, drop it in a Red Bull. Anyways, they were tasty. I always remember. And then you get a touchdown when you've, after you slam yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Good. Right on. All right. All right. What, we, what else do we got? All right. Well, I'll go next. Since we're talking about Red Bull, I made um, <laughs> one, of, one of my, uh, I don't know, 
it's not a character per se, but one of the one of the things I think is really kind of a cool concept of the Falcon um, costume, as they call it. Um, the Falcon costume uh, is the Red Wing, the, yeah. the sort of like drone that he has. So I made a cocktail called the Red Wing. Um, it is three quarters of an ounce of vodka, and I was going to do no vodka, but I had to do something to put some kick in it. But it's three quarters of an ounce of vodka, an ounce and a half of Campari, and then um, three quarters ounce of lime juice, and then you just fill the rest of the glass with Red Bull. And so the Red Bull is the wings, and the red is the Campari. So, um, and I and I was thinking as I was adding the vodka when I was making it tonight, I was like, do I need to go in there and talk about the Russian uh, aspect of <laughs> of the movie and how that was, you know, with uh, Bucky and all that? I said, nah, I just added it for the kick. So that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. I, I like how they did Red, uh, red Wing in this because you know he, he was it was a character or uh, um, almost a sidekick or or pet. Yeah. In the comics, where it was actually a real bird that he could yeah. talk to, I think it was a right. falcon, uh, actual an actual falcon or something like that. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah. So I, they they brought it into it. I loved it. So it reminds me of from like my my D and D days, um, <laughs> having a familiar, like familiar. having a familiar. Yeah, nice. and like when you when I played bards in the past, I've always had a familiar, and it's like one of those things where he's kind of always there scouting ahead and looking around yeah. and you know you have that connection and, and it's it's a very similar kind of concept uh i love the fact too of the the whole interaction that he has with uh black widow uh in the fight scene where you know don't thank me thank him and you know, i'm yeah. not thanking him no, go ahead. He's cute. Exactly. you, you can pet him if you want I, I just thought that was so cool yeah. um but yeah. he did some really really cool stuff with him i thought that was yeah. that was really for neat. sure yeah cool good one all right, Nina, what you got for us? Okay, so um, probably one of my favorite characters in the MCU is Bucky. Um, I'm really sorry I didn't join you guys until after you did Winter Soldier because I love that movie. But I just love the character and the actor is terrific. And uh, just I love him very much um, as an actor. <laughs> but um, he's also kind of... husband before this started, so let's not get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... He's he's really good. I mean, I just he's, I think yeah, he's, he's terrific. He really he really is a character. We'll probably talk more about that. But anyway, um, he's also uh, he's um, he immigrated from Romania when he was like eight years old uh, after the um, the Iron Curtain came down, and so I thought, well, you know, let's see. And and there's a scene in the beginning when you first see Bucky. He's in Bucharest, which is the capital of Romania, and the reason they did that is because. He speaks Romanian, and they're like, "Okay, we won't have to. You won't have to learn this. You can just speak <laughs> your first language here." So, I said, "Okay, what did? What are some drinks in Romania?" And I looked it up, and they said the number one drink there that everybody drinks is plum brandy. Um, and this is true, pretty much all. I'm sorry, I'm going far afield here. Uh, no, I went down, went down some rabbit yeah. holes. Um, <laughs> so. The plum brandy is pretty popular, like all over Eastern Europe, and like a lot of families have their own res recipes, and different regions have their own recipes. Um, they said it's something that it's like technically the government doesn't allow you to distill liquor, but they kind of look the other way because it's such a you know heritage kind of thing. So I thought, okay, this is great, and they're like, and the plum brandy, which is also uh, Bucky buys the plums when he's in Bucharest. Right. Which maybe that's why he was buying them. That might have been, you know. Well, here's, <laughs> here's the thing. There's 
this is super popular in Romania. They said uh, Romania produces like more plums than any other country in oh, wow. the European Union. Mm. Wow. And like 80% of them go to make this liquor. And I was like, and they're like, it's one of those things. It's like you come to a person's house. Oh, it's, oh, and it's, um, I'm going to mangle this, but it's, uh, they call it Tuica. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Um, and it's, it's called Slivovic, uh, in the Slavic languages in Eastern Europe. But anyway, they're like, if you come to their house for dinner or whatever, it's like the, everybody takes a shot before dinner. And it's just one of those things. Everybody drinks it nonstop. And I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> Something this huge, I've got to be able to find it. Because it's, it's like, and if I can't, it's like, if they don't, I went and I looked online, and yes, a lot of it gets imported, and it's like, okay, if I can't get Romanian, mm -hmm. I'll, like, try and get, like, Bulgarian or Slovenian, Slovenian or if, if I have to, I'll, I'll get, like, German or something like that. Forgetting, of course, I live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> the worst place in the country to buy liquor. So this is what my state store had. <laughs> Keenig Plum Brandy made in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hey, but didn't we we had a scene in Idaho, didn't we? Or no. I don't I don't it was, think so. Oh, it was Cleveland. Cleveland, yes. Yeah. So, anyway, so well, I don't know if they... Nita, you sound inspired. I think you should uh, make your own plum brandy. Get a little <laughs> distillery going. Maybe, right. uh, maybe I, I maybe tell. I maybe I will. <laughs> I, but anyway, so I tr when I brought it home, I'm like, okay. They, they're like, oh, this is an aperitif, and I tried it. It's like, oh, this is, it is. Are you kidding me? I used to drink. It was probably like four dollars a bottle too, right? No, this it was kind of expensive. It, no, it was plum brandy, was... something like I would I would win at the uh, the Italian street fair you know, at the roulette wheel, and you would say, oh, yeah, it's for my dad, and then you go drink it behind the bleachers and <laughs> you know, you'd be throwing up for two days. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's 84 proof. It's pretty serious. Okay. Um, and it's, the taste is really, really strong. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I first tasted it, and I'm like, this is like fire water. And then I mix it with some different things, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's the plums. I got it. So there's not very many mixed drinks made with it because it's so powerful and the, <laughs> the taste is so strong. But this is a Slivopolitan. Sliv nice. So it's one and a half ounces plum brandy, one ounce Cointreau, three quarters of an ounce of plum puree, which I use baby food. Um, <laughs> it works. Happened, it works. It's 100% plums. Pre-pureed. Um, <laughs> pureed plums, yeah. Um, Half ounce of lime juice and a plum slice on the side, and this is actually not too bad. I mean, it's it's strong, but it's 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 very tasty. So, cool. That sounds so really I, cool. And I know the picture yes. you sent of it looks really awesome. And it's, yeah. so it's, it's, it's chilled. Is that right? Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You put it in a. Um, you put it in a shaker. cocktail shaker, mm -hmm. uh, with some big chunks of ice. You shake it, uh, eight to ten seconds, and then. You strain it twice, actually, because oh. to get like the the puree is a puree little lumpy. Out, yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, it's it's good. I can. Uh, I'm. This is not going to be a bottle that goes in on top of my uh, <laughs> china cabinet, and never is seen again. I, I will probably finish it off. <laughs> well, we have at least two more movies right. with Bucky in it, so it, it could make its way back. <laughs> well, and next week as well. So. Oh, true. Now, I didn't even think about that. And yeah. I wanted to say I do have. Um, 
I have something for Sam next week, which I really, really like. So I'm excited about that too. <laughs> so I also have something for Sam next week, and we'll have to see how that goes. Uh-oh. Oh, competition. This, well, the battle we'll of the Sam's. It's a new, we'll have to compare notes a, to make sure we're not doing it. <laughs> well, no, it might be it might be the same name but a different cocktail. Let's just put it that way. I'm pretty sure mine's going to be different than yours, but we'll see. Now it's, be, it, it, okay, we'll talk. It'll be fun. Oh. I I think it's great. I love I love uh, Falcon as a character too. He's he's actually one of my favorites. So I think that yeah, I I'm looking too. forward to that too. Yeah. Uh, I already I already think I've picked out who I'm gonna uh, or what my drink is for next week, uh, which is good because it took me almost to today to figure out this this one ah. for today. Um, I was going back and forth and I had found one that I thought would work. Then I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of cool. It's it's called the Man of War cocktail. But I was like, well, you know, I was kind of going on the Civil War, you know, them battling the thing, and I was like, but I'm I'm gonna modify it up to make it more more what we're doing so i changed mine the name of mine to the captain captain versus iron man civil war cocktail but i took the base of the the man of war which was uh two ounces of a bourbon um i still had some bullet bourbon actually finished it off nice. uh one ounce uh cointreau uh half ounce of sweet vermouth and a half ounce of squeezed uh lemon juice so that's the base base drink and i was like okay i have all that don't have to get anything else but then i needed my captain america and my iron man so i did a uh ounce of the or a half ounce of the blue carousel you got it. it yeah you got yeah. it, I, see. You got it. Yeah. I, I can learn i can learn and then a half ounce of brandy or uh, cherry brandy for the iron man so i got my blue and my red so you got you know the 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 verses on that and uh yeah. put that together shook it up in a shaker with ice and then poured it over uh crushed ice and uh haven't tasted it yet came out with this weird green color but oh you know. <laughs> you you're, found you're representing hulk. for hulk because he's <laughs> yeah. not in it right you found hulk yeah. exactly <laughs> Well, you're it's missing two not... cocktails. I was say yeah. two cocktails in one glass. I mean, that's you're, you're, you're definitely throwing the dice on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I was kind of like, I don't know what this is going to taste like. I'm not even sure, but uh, no, it's not too bad. Nice. But yeah, I wanted to do something to sh to show the the Civil War side of it and the battle. The other one I was working on uh, was <laughs> one called a Suffering Bastard, um, and that was going to be my Bucky drink. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> just just because. Right on. Uh, you know, he suffers so much through this whole movie, you know, with, with, you know, his torture and all the stuff that's going on. And he, he just, I was so, I was like, I just happened to come across that one and suffering bastard. I'm like, that sounds like a Bucky drink if I've ever heard one. Um, so <laughs> I love sure. it. I love what you guys came up with. That's, that's awesome. Hey, I want to point uh, out, nice. uh, the, that about a month before civil war came out, we also had another uh, Civil War brewing in the DC okay. universe with uh, Batman versus Superman. So really, this was the summer of DC versus MCU or Batman versus Superman versus Iron Man versus uh, Captain America, if you think about it, maybe. Yeah, and, and we all know who won. Right? It, was, it was the MCU 100%. <laughs> so much so. So no, it, well, we, there's even deeper things on this. So. Uh, originally, DC had come out and said that they were going to release this, and I believe it was Mother's Day weekend, right? They had already said oh. that they were going to do that. Marvel then came out and afterwards and said, oh, we're also going to release on that day. Oh boy. <laughs> DC was like, you know what? We're going to give it to you. We're going we're to move ours up because yeah. we don't want to compete with that. Yeah. And so they gave up the spot uh, sure, to sure. Marvel. <laughs> and so... Yeah. You know, once again, DC's punking them or uh, getting punked around by Marvel, just pushing them around, you know, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, well, 
I'm going to say, I'm going to throw this out there. It's a happy accident that I didn't reply to the emails and say I could have done the podcast last week because um, I think it makes a lot more sense to put this oh, right? for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Be, and mostly because I was watching Falcon and Winter Soldier and I was getting pretty far along on it. Um, I think I'm like, well, I'm through the fourth episode, so I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be done here, done here pretty soon. But there were some characters where I was like, like Sharon Carter, for instance, I was like, I'd kind of forgotten Sharon Carter was in this. And then, you know, coming in to see, to see this and having her play like the role that she plays in this and kind of as right. a reminder and stuff like that. And, and even Bucky and, and so much that he has in this and, and, and Falcon, you know, he has a, he has a fairly big role, you know, in parts of it too. And he really kind of comes out as a character. I mean, I know he's an Ant-Man and he kind of got like, his, his butt handed to him. Yeah, Tic Tac. He got his butt handed to him a little bit, but he also was like, you know, it's it's this is where he kind of came out, like as a character, you know, yeah. kind of made made his presence a little more known. And you know, Anthony Mackie's a pretty funny guy, so he was like, you know, cracking some jokes and stuff like that. So I think it it, it was a happy accident that I wasn't able, I, I didn't reply to the emails in time, and we were able to kind 100% of hundred percent agree around. with you that yeah, yeah uh, listening to it too, I was like, oh man, that's perfect that that comes out, and we're gonna do this the. The Falcon Winter Soldier next week because there's a lot of stuff that plays into it and carries over. I there's love an, it. Well, especially those two guys. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Well, there's another good timing thing. I was gonna I was gonna play off of the movie that's coming out next week. Uh, Black Black Widow. Black Widow in the timeline takes place directly after in the aftermath of Civil War, according to what. Oh, it Scar does. Oh. According to what Scarlett Johansson said. So. Oh wow. Okay. So it's nice to 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 view it, you know, right beforehand going in, so you kind of know her, yeah. her, for, you know, and, and I think she's kind of in my mind, she's the one I'm a little bit, I'm the least satisfied with why she chose one side versus the other. Um, I I'd like to get a little bit more insight into her motivation. Did she ever really choose though? And and maybe the maybe the the movie uh, will will explore that a little more. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, if you think about true. it, she she didn't really choose. She played both sides. I mean, she's the only one that really technically kind of played both sides, and so which fits well, in her character at the airport, though, too. She fought with Iron Man, so I, if you if you draw a line, she was on that side. But I I know what you're saying. She kind of played. She switched people. sides technically, and, and she pulled yeah. her punches. <laughs> oh, that I love that. <laughs> you were that pulling was, your punches. <laughs> Yeah. That, that was so perfect. Yeah, yeah they're they're fighting in uh, uh, her and Hawkeye, and and she asks, are, "Are we still friends?" And he's like, "It depends on how hard you hit me." And I love it because it's Scarlet Witch who calls him on it. She she yeah. she throws uh, uh, Johansson against that truck, and I was like, "Oh, that's got to hurt." And she goes, "You're pulling yeah. your punches like I know what you're doing there." That was that was good stuff yeah. too. But then, well, then and also the 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 sort of interaction, you know, and you you kind of start to get the Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier, their interaction, they're kind of like the, the, the I don't know how you describe it, like the uh, grumblings is the wrong word, but there's that scene in the car where he's like, mm -hmm. will you move your seat up? And he's like, no. Nope. <laughs> or, yeah. or, this, or the scene in the airport when mm -hmm. uh, when Spider-Man pins him down, um, pins him down and um, Falcon finally gets Redbird to like grab Spider-Man yeah, and pull him out the window. And Bucky's like, you couldn't have done that earlier. Yeah, exactly. I hate you. I hate you. Yeah, I hate yeah you. no. It's uh, someone described it in one of the podcasts I was listening to is like uh, almost like a, a, a love triangle, but more with like friends. And it's funny because I I actually had friends like that that uh, I wasn't the central character, but 
one of my buddies, he kind of had two best friends, me and one other guy. And it was like that. We kind of like, you know, you fight for the attention and try and be the best, you know, yep. yeah. your friends with, but you're also like, mm, fuck you, you know, kind of thing. And so yep. it, I, I could see it and I, I thought it was, it, they played it really well, which, you know, talking about next week, it carries over so well into the next, the next show, the, the Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, definitely. That that was good stuff. Um, so I was I was talking earlier about how this was based on the comics, and um, a lot of people talked about talked about it uh, that know the comics, and and I noticed it, and I was uh, as I was watching, it does talk about the or it, it grabs a basis from the comics, but it doesn't do it exactly the same as the comics, and it and it changes up some stuff, which I think hurts the movie a little bit like i wish they would have went a little bit deeper into it the way the comics actually were like they use it as a base but didn't really grab the whole gist of it and this is kind of like a mix of two stories where it's it's part civil war but it's really a small part because it only really deals with the avengers um and then it gets more into like the whole cap and winter soldier story which really isn't part of civil war right if you it, from the comics yeah i i one of the main things in Civil War, the comic, though, was that the characters had to, excuse me, the characters had to identify themselves, hmm. like if, if they had secret identities, um, which was a big thing, because like some of them, like Peter Parker, right, um, came out, so to speak, and <laughs> it, it put his, it put his family at risk, right, you know, it, and, you know, that was, that was a big thing like but they've pretty much established in the mcu that that's not everybody knows already like yeah. everybody knows captain america's steve rogers mm -hmm. everybody knows iron man's tony stark and so forth so yeah yeah um, i mean they changed it in a way that made it work for the movie i just think it, it yeah. suffered from the fact that the the comics had such a deeper uh meaning in it and almost a, a deeper political part to it because of what they were doing it was it was actually the mutant registration act in the comics which they couldn't yeah. do in this one because in in and this is why it works so much better in the comics is there were so many more people involved where you only have so many characters like you know if we had had all the guys from you know the the netflix mcu and we got more you know then then you might be able to get more into it and i think that's that's why it didn't carry the whole movie in, in where they changed it, where it just really became a battle between almost Captain America and and Iron Man, almost directly just between the two. So that I, I was thinking, like, could they have made this something else, called this something else, so it wouldn't have taken that civil... Like, they could have just, you know, made it, you know, Cap versus Iron Man thing and not made it a civil war and then do, do that story later. Um, maybe, they, maybe they were planning on calling it that, but then when Batman v Superman got announced <laughs> they decided to, to step away from that now i haven't read the comics so i i mean that's not weighing on my on my perception of of, of it do you think do you think by adding some of the stuff from the comics it might have you know oversaturated sometimes when you're just dealing with a two and a half hour movie you, you can't if you go I, if you go balls out and throw everything in there you're you're just gonna I, go, I'm I'm not as attached to the comics as Noah seems to be. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't think they were that. I I think I think it was a good setup and a really weak landing. Um. But so I I liked I liked the landing of this one better. 
Um, this is this has a complete different story, so it has a different yeah. feel towards the end. Like the the, and I don't I don't know from the comics uh, um, whether or not um, Bucky was the one who actually killed Stark's parents. I don't know if that was part of a, another uh, comic storyline. No, I think I think that was later. It doesn't seem like they've ever called. You know, they don't in all these movies. I don't get the impression that they're following the comic books at all. Uh, they're they're mainly just kind of being inspired by him and then coming up with their own yeah. storylines. Right. So, oh, I agree. Then Noah's not happy. I, it's not <laughs> even that I'm not happy. I just I think the I think the Civil War story could have been a really cool story and done a done a much bigger uh, thing if they would have pulled it away from this and just done this as more of a the Bucky uh, killed his parents kind of betrayal thing but then how do they get all the, everybody else involved i mean it it is it, they made it work and i'm not saying this is a bad movie it just the if you go into it, it as a comic book fan and having read the civil war comics it doesn't hold up as well to those comics um because it's really for one it's only part of the movie if you think about it really part of it is more about this uh bucky killing you know uh Iron Man or, or um, Tony's parents, and also uh, the possibility that he was responsible for the death of um, Black uh, Black Panther's father, T'Challa. So, oh, the, I don't, you know, I don't think Tony really <laughs> cared so much about him killing his father as much as his mother. I think he cared a, yeah significantly more with his mother, and even said that you know you killed my mother at the end of the thing. Mm -hmm. he, yeah, he. He was, I think, much more upset, and yeah, you know, we had a troubled relationship with his dad. Obviously, I mean, it's, it's we've talked about that before, but I mean, when you look at the, that opening scene of him as young Tony, he reminded me so much. Like they made him look so much like the character from a Weird Science. It was like yeah. so awesome that they, they I, had to pull I that think, off so well. I I think they actually used, like, film from yeah. when he was actually uh, that old, and like. Absolutely. Well, uh, there's enough of it out there. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. That was the first thing I thought of too. I was like, "Oh my God, that's him from, you know, those all those movies back then." And I was like, "God yeah. damn, that would did a perfect job." They even had the the, the posture was even correct, yeah. like you know, it's it's yeah, kind yeah. of a yeah. Do you know if they used uh, used used him to actually do the do the the physical work or did they hire a, no no? I think they had to I think they had to bring someone in because he's pretty fit. His... He's pretty he's you know he could probably pull that off. Yeah. I, I wonder, just, how, they do just, I, I just, wonder the, how they do all that stuff. Yeah, the posture was just so I, uncanny, it seemed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's. I just saw a thing about how they did uh, Skinny Steve for Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. And yeah. they actually filmed everything twice. They filmed it mm -hmm. once with Chris Evans right. to get his face, and then they filmed it with a body double who was kind of looked like him but was, sh you know, shorter and skinnier. And sure. then they kind of melded them together. And I thought they did that pretty well. Yeah. Um, they also did it from multiple angles. Like, yeah. Uh, using, using height and, and stuff like that to, to show the height difference between him and, and Peggy at the time. Yeah. 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 Programmable so, cameras yeah. that just kind of match the movements over and over again. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. 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 So, um, I, but, I think... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I think Steve kind of hit it on the head that they're... The MCU is so different from the comics at this point yeah. that they're more inspired by. And I, in that case, I think they, the reason they called it Civil War is because that was such a big storyline. Even people who didn't read 
right. Marvel comics are kind of familiar with it because there were like I remember well, there reboot. being I remember there being stories at the time when uh, Spider Man like, like Spider Man yeah I remember what Aunt was Aunt May killed or no well uh, or. I know there was a. They said that it was actually out on like like regular news programs. Yes, that I remember. Spider Man revealed himself in the comics. Right, Spider Man. Yes, and I, I I think one of his. I think I Aunt May know. was Aunt May was taken, was kidnapped or something. I mean, yeah, there was there was some whole thing, and and didn't and I think he married he was marrying MJ, and I mean yep. that got into the news. Like that was one of those yeah. things, like the death <laughs> of Superman, that that people yeah. that they were reporting on in in like mainstream papers so yeah. so before we get too far into this i just got a question too because when this first came out they really pumped this whole thing kind of um which team are you on uh, are you a team cap or are you a team iron man and i'm just curious were, did you guys go into this with a with a thought or uh and if so did you come out with the same thought or a different thought Go into um, it you know, I didn't know, like, coming into the movie, I didn't know the premise. I didn't know that, like, what exactly, like, that it was going to be a, uh, a Team Cap or a Team Iron Man. And I, okay. I've seen it. It's probably, of all the MCU movies, it's probably the one I've seen the most. You know, I've watched all of them multiple times. I've probably seen this one four times, maybe nice. five. I don't know. It's, 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 so it's probably the one I've seen the most. And I would probably say that if I... If I was gonna have, if I had to choose, if I if I were in fact an Avenger, <laughs> um, you're an would, enhanced I, human. If I were an enhanced human slash Avenger, I would probably say I would be on. Um, I don't know. I'd probably be on Cap side because okay. yeah. you know I I I think I don't think they should be. Con- I don't think the Avengers, and I would I would feel that I don't think the Avengers should be controlled by like any governmental body. You know, mm-hmm. and that's Caps, and that was Caps kind right. of side that was their side yeah. it was like you know we're our own entity and we should be able to decide on our own because you know what what's to say that you know i mean politics are fucking gray at best you know <laughs> and they're money as hell and they're coming out of of uh hydra's exposure yeah. of taking yeah, over see. Taking, so so captain america who represents you know usa and suddenly his whole world is rocked because hydra has emerged from within so he's not trusting anyone so right, I, exactly. I get where he's coming yeah. from, but I mean, I think if you were to take him back before Hydra took over, he would be all over sticking with, you know, sticking with. Oh your yeah, team. for sure. But uh, uh, and 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 I, and I would say, you know, he was willing to come back and compromise. There was that moment where he came in, talked to yeah. Iron Man, and said, "Okay, I'm here, yeah. but uh, we got to work on it." And and Iron Man's like, "Yep, that's that's what we're gonna do." And then it all went south until. With yeah, Bucky, until he, Bucky being released, and and then it was, it was I, the whole well, it was no, no, that's not what it, it, was, it was. It was when he's go ahead. I know what you're gonna it was, say. It was go. Wanda. Yep. Yeah. He's like keeping he's Wanda like, prisoner. He's yeah. he's like he's like, and then we'll you know we'll keep Wanda from being I, what did it was he said that we're we'll keep her from being extradited or whatever, and he's like what, and he's like, well you know she'll have to stay on the compound, and he's like she's a she's a kid. Tony. Yeah. He's like, it's got a lap pool, you know, she'll be yeah, fine. It's like, it's like house it's, arrest. He's like, no, it's internment. Yeah, no, yeah. he was about to sign until yeah. Tony stuck his foot well, in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. I would say this too about the whole Wanda thing. It's like, I don't know if I agree or disagree with that. I haven't thought too deeply about it. But <laughs> one of the things I have written down is like, she she's the one that needs to be kept under i think the most control i think of everybody that was of everybody that was in this movie i think she was potentially the most powerful I, like maybe vision 
maybe Vision, but Vision's I'm... like still kind of immature. He doesn't even know what a Pony. pitch is. But they should have had those rules built into into the, the system because you know and, Wanda and I don't... found out found out <laughs> from Vision that that she was under house arrest. She should have known. It's like you know I just caused yeah. inadvertently, yeah, inadvertently the the deaths of of how many people from from Wakanda and and uh, wherever. Did you did you there, did there's you... gonna be consequences, and she should know that. And the fact that sure you know well, if it just means before we get. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we get too deep into this, because I want to keep this going, though, I want to know what your guys' sides are. I mean, oh, we got right, Bo with course. Team Cap. So, uh, Nina, what what would you I, have said? Well, I, I know I, Nina's I, on Team Cap. She's gonna. <laughs> wow. Well, yes, I love Cap, but also, um, they're they both. Cap makes a good point, and I think because he was a soldier. And he's been trained as a soldier and he's been trained as a tactician and he's a he was a leader of of soldiers and it's basically it's like there are going we cannot prevent all deaths there's going to be deaths we can try and minimize them but it's it you know if you have this is the kind of thing is going to happen and i think tony is you know tony up until iron man he never saw death close up it was kind of, you know, for him, it was sort of um, theoretical. Like you shoot, you shoot a bomb, and a hundred miles away, somebody dies. You know, that you never, somebody you never met, and you never have to see. And, you know, so every, so when that woman, when Alfred Woodard, came and said, "This was my son, but you don't care about him," it, it made a. She personal- said, "You murdered him." Which I have an him. issue with because no, he didn't murder him. And and here's the thing, I manslaughter maybe. When when no. they're doing when they're doing the little slideshow where they're talking about all the people who died. Mm-hmm. I um I paused it and went frame by frame. Oh yeah yeah the numbers. The numbers. I, I mean I don't want to I don't want to minimize it and also, <laughs> it doesn't matter they're fictional. Right. The numbers were not that high. I mean it's no man of steel was, numbers. Yeah I mean the number. <laughs> And and the thing is, it was and it and it said casualties, so that's also that's not even deaths possibly. So it could just be it could instead of wounded. I think when when they count that casualties are considered only deaths. Okay, w- so wounded so, wounded are not counted as casualties. Okay, so with their four examples, which was uh, Adela, New York, Sokovia, Lagos, and I forget what the fourth one was. Um, it was it was only about 300 people washington dc washington dc yeah it was only about 300 people and um you know some of them were combatants you know washington dc was probably a lot of there was all the people on the helicarriers probably (laughs) right and you know they're hydra (laughs) so all right before you go too too much further I want to hear from Steve because Steve hasn't got a way in yet. So, <laughs> well, I already kind of mentioned a little bit. I I I, I thought a lot about this because I figured this. But I want a full vote. I want this is what camp so, I'm so, in. So team cap anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, for you. I, I'm for in, Steve. I'm in team cap too. If you just want to leave it. Oh, okay. That. But um, I uh, a part of my. Uh, one of the things I really liked was that he was willing to come to the table and discuss and compromise. And uh, because I, I think I think both Iron Man, I, Tony Stark and uh, and Captain America. You can call him Stank. 
<laughs> have you know egos through the through the roof. They're just yeah. they're, they're they're both very stubborn people. Um, and Captain America just kind of has this moral righteousness on his side that you might think I, Tony Stark is 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 all ego. But uh, but I think Captain America <laughs> has just as much. It's just backed by more morality. You know, he's always trying to think things through. So the fact that he was willing to come back to the table and say, okay, we got to discuss this. We got to take this a little further because you know what, what they found out that, you know, 117 countries signed this accord and they found out after that all happened. I don't know how that happened, but, but you want to be able to have a conversation about it, have a dialogue about it. Um, I, I understand where Tony Stark is coming from, you know, this this woman that you 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 have a problem with, I can tell, but obviously she needed some closure I, and it wasn't provided, so she's going to take it out. She didn't come out. Yeah. She came and she just had to say something. That was her. That was her way of of just rocking the boat. I think that's valid. I think it's it's worth having someone that's up there listen to it. And his reaction was more emotional. And throughout the whole movie, Iron Man was more emotional in his. Yeah. Well, the, the where. It, it it leads to or, or follows, you know, the other movies where he has had all this, you know, PTSD with all the stuff that he's caused. And I mean, realistically, you can't even say that the Avengers are the, the true uh, cause of the deaths that they even called out. Right. You know, if it wasn't for for the Avengers in the first one, the Chitari would have just annihilated the entire whole portion of uh, of New York. <laughs> And uh, so, I mean, you can't you can't say that they are the cause of the deaths. Now I you like got Washington. That. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'm because I, I want to. I know what you're saying about what, uh, what about you know what what Tony was talking about, and I agree with you. There are some points, but the the point is that he's taking it personal and and knee jerk reaction to it and saying, yeah, oh is. yeah, sure. especially since the fact that he is the one that caused Sokovia because he is the one that uh, uh, was the cause of Ultron. I mean, he is the yeah. one person you, you could point the finger back. If he would have had some restraint on him, if he would have checked with the team, you know, like, like Banner said, hey, maybe we should check with the team, you know, but he said, no, I, I don't need them to tell me I can't do this. So, I mean, he should own all that. But that doesn't mean it's on the rest of the team. And that's that's where I think that Tony doesn't get it. He he kind of he, he takes his his ego and everything's about him and everything he thinks is right to the extreme. And and you know what I mean? So that that's why I like you can't what, tell I'm I'm a team cap 100%. No, I, I, I liked I liked what Cap Captain America said about trusting individuals as you know. Yes. And and I can see where he's come from just but do you think that he would have been the same way prior to Hydra uh, exposing itself? Do you think? Oh, so that would... was that was my biggest takeaway from all of this and listening to everything. If you would have done this, if this would have happened prior to uh, Civil or not Civil, uh, Winter Soldier, the the roles would have been switched. Yeah, I don't you agree. Know? Well, I I think Captain I, I, America he's much more uh, loyal to to. Country, you know, country. I, I think he would. I think he would have been a little bit more loyal to. I think he would. He would have looked more into it because his biggest. And this is this is where I I really dislike what Cap does, is he throws everything out the window for one friendship, which goes against his character a little bit. Like it, it's like this is like Star Trek Two, the the needs of the <laughs> one 
are more important <laughs> than the needs. Of yeah, the and 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 he does that with Bucky, and it's like, I get it. He he was a he was under controlled and stuff like that, but it doesn't mean he gets a free fucking pass to I, where you just go against everything you've done before. But he has done that before. I I mean, if you go back to the first Avenger, you know he's in he's doing the USO thing, and he's like and he's like. But that wasn't like, one man. Well, no, they guess. And it wasn't a criminal. And it wasn't a killer. Well, okay, first of all. <laughs> he went to save hundreds of soldiers. He no. went out there to... Really? I, I mean, he did save hundreds of soldiers, but I don't that know. That was the whole he reason did. he went out. I don't know if he'd have gone if it hadn't been Bucky. He knew, he knew it was Bucky's unit. And he didn't just release well, all the okay. soldiers in the cages. He but, specifically okay. went to find Bucky. Okay, and, that's okay, but that was Bucky wasn't a, a criminal. He wasn't uh, a killer at the point. Yeah, but Steve doesn't think so. Steve, because he doesn't Steve, think so doesn't make it not true. Steve knows he's a killer. He just chooses to to whitewash it. We're talking yeah, about Captain America when we say Steve. Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not you, Steve. Damn I mean, it! I think he's a killer, man. <laughs> this is. I mean, okay. First, yes, he's a killer, but Steve. <laughs> You are. Well, they're it? all killers. Uh, they're all killers. I mean, yeah, True. let's face it. They're all killers. Okay, but, but they're not all murderers. Okay. But sure Steve, Steve says a couple of times. <clears throat> Steve says a couple of times. It, you ha it wasn't you. You would not have done this. Oh, I... I, and, I and he's, you know, he understands that Bucky, Bucky was... Even Bucky doesn't believe it. I, I like know. Bucky, I, you know, and so... I think. Well, Bucky feels so. T Bucky feels so like, kind of, like don't do this. Like don't start yeah. reading those words again. Yeah. Like, this is this is not who I am. Well, and, he, and he, even he doesn't think he's worth it. Even right. he doesn't believe that he's worthy of it. I, I get all that, but I'm just saying is is Steve throws out some of his morals to to for Bucky. Yeah, but like, I would think... he have done that for anybody else? It's like gun laws. See, they want to they want to <sighs> lock Bucky up. But really, they should be, uh, you know, letting everyone carry Bucky's around. It's not about the Bucky. It's about it's about the intent. <laughs> Concealed Bucky. <laughs> you just have a little book with some words, and it sends you into like a, okay. a Jason Bourne state. Okay. I I think I think well. I think Bucky is all that Steve has left. You know, it's he. You know, it's. But, but know, that's what I mean. Is, is it's Steve like when is Peggy, putting himself he lost Carter, above yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's putting he himself lost. above everybody else. Where the, he's the one that says he's the one that doesn't he's, he doesn't believe the needs of one, uh, how, the one. How's that different with, from Tony? He puts morality at the top of his list, and that's where I think his ego is right. really is you know it, it's think, there, he, yes. but it's morally. Uh, you know, it's based in morality, but not everyone agrees with with Captain it's, America's morality. He has he has this yes he has this code, you know more so code, than like the word, chain yeah. of command. He has this code of right. justice and and what's right. And I mean the the scene the scene with Sharon Carter when she's giving the eulogy. That's oh, actually yeah. those are actually lines His that, words. that Cap said in the Civil War comic, and he said yeah. he said. Wait, even if the whole world is telling you you're wrong, right? If you're right, your job is is to 
and they're telling you to move. It's like your job is to plant yourself and say, no, you move. Right. And I mean, that's that sums it up for him. And oh, I yeah. Think, no, I, I, I'm with you. And, and, you know, you can call it hubris or you can call it ego or you can call it whatever. But it's he's been very consistent throughout. He is he's always. You know, he says the safest hands are our own. He uh, he honestly believes that, and he's always that's always been his code. You know, he makes the decisions for himself. Right, and I, and I'm 100% with that, and I agree that that he does that. But my my point is is is, and I'm doing this as as more to stir the pot because I also uh, Cap's one of my favorites, and I love everything he does. Um, and uh, but it's it's one of those things is. He takes it all in his own hands. He takes everything that happened with Bucky and, and treating Bucky and getting Bucky back into his own hands instead of saying like, okay, let me get you and let's get to with these people and make it, you know, it, it's almost like you don't I, have to answer for any of that because I believe you rather than I, like, hey, you know, let's figure out what the fuck happened. Let's make it, it right. Uh, I, I think I think that that was a mistake on his part. Yeah. And I think I think one of the things that the MCU set up that I I really I really don't like compared to the comics is that Tony and Steve are not friends. <laughs> um, in the comics, I mean, they're super close. I mean, they mm -hmm. they like, um, you know, like when Steve first came out of the ice, Tony's like, why don't you move in to my place? And and and, you know, they're just. They have little nicknames for each other. I mean, <laughs> it is—it's a bromance for the ages, and I. Well, Robert Downey Jr. describes it as a as a marriage. He says he says he and he and Chris Evans, their their characters are like married a married couple that that you know, a lot of friction and yet ah. there's there's underlying love that just keeps. I mean, them there may be coming back from. Yeah, <laughs> there there may there may be underlying love and I think respect for sure. I think they both respect each other, but I don't think it's like. I don't think they're buddies. They're not friends. And, yeah, they, and I they think, don't play up I as think, well as they could. And I think if, I think if, they had had that relationship in the movies. Yeah. At the end of Winter Soldier, Steve would have immediately gone to Tony, and said, "Remember my best friend Bucky?" Yeah. You know, I need your help. And Tony would be like, "Hey, Jarvis." Let's take a look <laughs> at all the traffic cams all over the world, and they'd have found them in five minutes. So, so do you I think, think that? But you I, think that's replaced with the the relationship he has with with Falcon, and then uh, Tony has his his relationship with. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. You, you can't get away with you know from the performances. The performances from Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans kind of put him in camps, and then, you know, in the first Avengers movie. You know, they they kind of said, well, what happens when you put these two characters together? And I thought it was pretty organic how they melded them. It was, you know, they they probably threw the comic book out and said, well, we have these two performances, we got to put them together and make them work. And if I mean, they, I... if they forced the friendship a little bit too much, it probably wouldn't have felt as uh, as real. I thought I thought it felt a little bit more real, at least in the MCU. Um, in, I, in, I, in the, I have in the space a, of two hours, you know, that you get. <laughs> I, I, I have a whole theory um, with the Avengers. Um, Joss Whedon, who wrote the script, I think he doesn't really care for Captain America. He doesn't. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I didn't get that he liked the character that much. I think he sees him as kind of a square and uh, very <laughs> two-dimensional character. Um, and he didn't find like the humanity in him. And 
I think, and also was such an important part of the Avengers that nobody got along. And it, and they're like, oh yeah, because Loki has is influencing them and all, and that's he's trying to, which is also another thing Joss Whedon does in all in several of his shows, which is, you know, the the team turning on each other, which right, which works if you have a show like. Buffy the Vampire Slayer where everybody's getting along and then suddenly they turn on each other and it's like oh this is so dramatic but in the Avengers they didn't know each other and they're immediately at each other's throats and that kind of set the tone for it unfortunately so you never did have like a close relationship a friendship with them you had like that one scene in Ultron where they have the party and that's like the only time that you see them kind of hanging out and so when when Steve says to Tony, he's my friend, and Tony says, so was I, I think the whole audience said, since when? You, know? right. <laughs> you never really see the, the respect from from the Tony side of it to Steve, right? You never you never really see... I mean, you did a little. I mean, he always he always lets Steve tell... I mean, he'll, he'll tease him and I'll give him a hard time, but when push comes to shove... If Steve says, I need you to do this, he'll do it. Which I That's think That's not like, always respect, though. Yeah. That's, but, there's a, there's well, a difference. There's, there's the part where, where, forget which part it was in, if it was in the flashback scene or whatever, but it was like, maybe it was in when they were in the signing part. It was kind of like, was it like, I knew your dad? And it's like, I know he always told me you did. Yeah. Like, really? Like, really? No, really? He, goes, like, I always, he always talked about you. And he's like, yeah. That's what I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. So that's the other thing. So it's like, so if you go back to it, so think about this, like, so Tony, so Tony has this like troubled relationship with his dad, right? Tony has this terribly troubled relationship. Uh Oh, yeah. And and he's like, he's like, here's Steve, like he loves Steve, right? (laughs) He's he's like all over Steve. Everybody loves Steve. Greatest guy ever, right? Everybody loves Steve probably more than it appears to Tony than he loves his actual son. Mm-hmm. So, so here he is. So that's another reason to hate Steve. Yeah, and and Steve doesn't. I mean, the first the first time they meet, and and uh, Steve is like, put on the suit and let's go a couple rounds. Yeah, and he's like, you take the suit. What are you? And and you know, everybody playboy always quotes a playboy, pl- yeah, genius <laughs> playboy philanthropist billionaire. Yeah, and every that's a funny line. But Steve's line after that is like, I know guys with none of that worth ten of you. Yep. yep. And it's like that just shows profound disrespect. Like I don't think you're anything. Well, and that's because and, because his morals don't line up with with Tony's uh persona and attitude where I think yeah. it is mostly that. It's it's a persona that he puts on and flashes about well, and it you know, so Tony's still <laughs> but that's, a character, but Tony's still a character in transition because if you think about it, Tony was like Tony did think that he was the playboy philanthropist, billionaire, and all that kind of stuff. He still thinks he is. Well, no, he's. I think he starts to transition away from that. Like he, he's, he's trying. He has to convince himself. I, I'll bet you he has to convince himself more and more of that every day when he wakes up after Iron Man one, when he's in that cave and he mm-hmm. and he finds the bombs and then like um, Zakovia with the bombs that Nah, because he know, still plays with, that role with, in Iron Man two. He still plays but he's that convincing, role. But he's convincing himself of that. I think he's convincing himself of that at that point. It doesn't come so naturally. Before yeah. Iron Man one, it's like he wakes up every day and he's like 
I'm a baller, like, get out of my way, whatever. And and ever since he gets out of, you know, ever, and even even with Wanda and Quicksilver, right? It's another with them, suit he with puts the, on. With the bomb, it's like, right. So it's like with the bomb, it's like we saw this Stark bomb, and he hears that, and he's like, you know, another bad thing that Stark Industries did, you know, another, another terrible thing. And then even in this movie where... Where Ant Man goes, you know, Hank Pym said, "Oh, we, you know, never trust a Stark." Like this is <laughs> right? another reason. This is another. <laughs> this is another like proof of that. Never trust a Stark kind of a thing, and yeah. and all that. And I think Tony <clears throat> is is coming to grips with the reality of, you know, he's maybe not this great guy, and he's got yeah. to learn to be a new person. And well, and that's we'll, what I mean. He we'll, puts we'll on like, another we'll suit. At, that's right. it. That's we'll look, that's, we'll look at that, Tony's right. We'll look at Tony's progression through this his whole personal thing, armor, and we'll see where he really ends up. And like, even is, you know, is and, he the guy and, to jump on the grenade? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. You mentioned yeah, uh, then, we'll you mentioned the Ant Man, and I just want to I just want to throw out. Uh, I don't know how deep we're going to get into this, but but Ant Man <laughs> and Spider Man had had a levity to this movie that really, to me, oh. saved this from being just too. Uh, ground in, in kind of a, a heavy yeah. drama. Uh, yeah, they 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 were so much fun in this movie. Um, oh, for sure. And uh, and they and they they played off each. They played off because they were one on each team, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Someone was talking about the layout, like this. This was that street basketball game. Like, okay, Cap, who do you got? <laughs> you know, it's like oh, I, got, I got my main. I, oh yeah. I got my main my Falcon. I'm like, all right, Tony, who do you got? <laughs> well, I got to go with Rhodey. You got it. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> gotta have we both gotta have our our african-american sidekicks right right and then it goes then it goes oh okay well, uh cap who do you got oh i gotta take wanda because she's the most powerful and you know tony's like oh i gotta get vision because i gotta i gotta have someone just as powerful right. you know and they go down the road you know uh what was it um i think uh oh it was it was winter soldier was the next one which is an outcast he's not an actual avenger like okay well i'm gonna take black panther because he's not actually an avenger he's an outsider right. like okay all right well i'm gonna take ant-man and uh and he's like okay well i'm gonna get spider-man because you know we both got to have our insect uh, comedy duo right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then uh then you had uh hawkeye and then um natasha Arrow man. Oh, that was so good. Arrow guy. Yeah, arrow guy. <laughs> I, I love I love that Ant Man didn't bother learning anybody's names. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I, lo- I love the first scene when he shows up in the van and he gets out and he's doing the whole shaking the hand and he's just oh, you know my and, gosh. And, and he turns around and he sees Wanda and he goes, oh, and I know you too. You're great. <laughs> yeah. but, but when he's like beating Cap, he's like, oh, I'm such a, he's like, we're such shaking fan. hands entirely yeah. too long. Too long. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Paul Rudd said think, he actually uh, was like that when he met, he met the actors, you know. Oh, Chris was, Evans. Yeah. Or, well, no, Paul Thank, Rudd. Paul Rudd. Thanks uh, for, thanks yeah. for thanking me, thanking for, of me or. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just acting me, right? Yeah, the turnaround and looking at Wanda goes, "Oh, I know you too. You're great." And just, I was just like, "That's yeah. fucking hilarious." Um, well, then yeah, also that's... like when he gets when he gets taken out at the end and he's laying there and he like oh. he like pops his head off. He goes, "Orange slices." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that. Well, I, I love I when love... he goes. Good. Go ahead. Oh. He's like, if I tear myself apart, and yeah, but he's like. He's going to tear himself apart. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, when he goes to, when he becomes a giant, you know, uh, Goliath, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that when he does it, he goes, oh, he's just yeah. got that. that. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, there's Spider Man. This so... was our first. This was our first introduction to Spider Man too. Uh, I, I mean, we in saw, the costume. We, in we the saw, costume. We saw a tease of him, you know, but but this was his first, yeah, Spider Man presence, um, and yeah. he was great. Uh, apparently, he and um, who's the who's the Punisher? Um, uh, who plays the Punisher? Oh, you're gonna make me go look that up. Oh, that, I, yeah, I, the I guy from that guy. The Walking Dead. Yeah, the two yes, of them. Yes, that guy. Tom Holland and and that guy both auditioned at the same time, <laughs> or they were both working on a movie together, and they they sent oh. in their audition tapes for Spider Man. Oh, and, and, I do uh, remember I'm that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which oh I man, was, was kind of is that cool. online somewhere? Under IMDb or something. Probably. Like I look it through trivia. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> I I I actually I I did hear. Um, Chris Evans talks about they did he did a screen test with Tom Holland. Yeah. And it was um you know, it was the, the airport scene and they're like, We just want to see how you how you work together. And uh, Tom Holland says, Oh, it says to flip into the scene. Should I do that? And Chris Evans is like, Yeah, sure, kid, go ahead. And he actually does it because he's a gymnast. And Chris <laughs> Evans is like, Whoa <laughs> Nice. Oh my gosh. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, the yeah. Spider-Man and Ant-Man were so good in this, and and I know uh, a lot of people were super super excited for Spider-Man because he's always been away from MCU because Sony had the rights, and they were able to get him back in this, and it was such a huge right, yeah, such a huge, and they nailed it. Like I love the the beginning where he goes and kind of recruits him, uh, yeah. and a lot of people talk about how Aunt May is is has gotten younger and younger as the the reboots go. I mean, it makes right? sense. Yeah. Um, she's not. Here's the thing. Marissa Tomei is not that young. She's like, in her 50s, she, yeah. she looks great. She yeah, looks yeah. great. Well, she looks great. And she, but and she's she not already, that young. I think she even had a relationship with Robert Downey Jr. in the 90s. They made a couple movies together so, yeah. back then, too. Yeah. So. I love the scene. Their facial expressions when they're on the she's couch. She's 56. She's are so great. So you're saying I got yeah. a shot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Older woman, you know, it's all good. That's right. No, but hey, I, I love... She's younger than Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Well, she doesn't listen, so she'll never hear it. It's all good. Yeah, exactly. I said she's younger than, <laughs> I said she's younger than Kelly. Um, but I like, I love that. And she's on the card. So I definitely... And she's on the card. <laughs> I just thought that was such a good scene because the the... the play off of those two went, worked so well, yeah. you know, and, and it, 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 you know, when we get into to Spider-Man Far From Home, we're going to see it again because Robert Downey Jr. is in that. And, yep. and he, I think he's in every one of the Spider-Man movies. But they, they do such a good job playing off each other. And uh, Holland is such a good Spider-Man. It's one of those things is like, you know, people were talking about the old Spider-Mans. You know, you got Garfield and... and um, Maguire. Maguire, yeah, and and it was people like Maguire did a good job of being um, Peter Parker, but wasn't such a great Spider-Man. And then Hall, or, uh, Garfield was a good Spider-Man, but not a great Peter Parker. And then you yeah. get, you know, now it's like we finally got someone that can do both and pull it off. And they were talking about how he's so much like the comics, where he never shuts up. He's that <laughs> annoying kid. He just yeah. uh, and and. and it's great. He was, only, and he, he was only nineteen too when he shot this. I, I yeah. I he he actually looks actually he looks, looks like a high school age kid. Yeah. I mean that's that's one of the he things. Still like, yeah. He still does. He still does. Yeah. He's and I think that's. I mean that's what I always loved about Spider Man is like he was mm. he was a kid, and, um. I, yeah, he did such a fantastic job. But I also like that they didn't bother. Ex 
They just assumed everybody knew who Spider-Man was. I, I mean, they didn't, ex right. you know, there was no, you know, they didn't talk about the radioactive spider bite. They didn't right. have Uncle Ben. They just, it's like, no backstory, you know, right. by the time, by the time Tony shows up, he's been doing Spider-Man stuff around, around his neighborhood for, you know, a couple of months, I guess. And he's gotten right. on YouTube and stuff. And they, yeah, they were catering so, to the audience because we've seen it twice already now. With right, exactly. So, so, and, which, know. which I, I think that's one of the weaknesses with a lot of the, the comic movies is is like every time they reboot it they go through the origin stories again it's like right. yes mm -hmm. we know how batman happened you know yes we right. know about krypton so it was right. like it's like they're just like they don't have to explain this to you you know you know spider-man you know what he does you know his relationships right Off does he goes. Yeah. spider -Man. i mean you know yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the song we all know the song yeah um, uh, yeah, I will say this: two things about well, two things about the Spider-Man scene. This the spitting out of the walnut date loaf was pretty classic. <laughs> when he's like, "This is exceptional," he goes around the corner and spits it out. But this is this is Noah. This is this is going to be right up your alley because there, when when you see these movies, you're like, "I just can't believe that would happen." Or I can't believe like I just can't get past this kind of thing or whatever. Like when they like he hits the stick or pulls the string or whatever he does, right. and like the spider suit falls out of the ceiling, right. like. There's no room for that to happen in the space <laughs> in an apartment building for all that to happen. And I'm just like, I'm like, can we at least have some sort of like relative reality of how things would occur in this situation? It was like, well, maybe you know, maybe Stark had planted a camera in there just because he was investigating and he saw he saw. Uh, but there's not enough Peter, space. But I'm Peter saying, Parker, yeah, it's, okay. Or, it's, right. I'm there's saying the distance. There's the no head spaces in apartments. Gotcha. Yeah, there's yeah. not. It's not like it's not like there's an attic space above the next floor before you get to the next. Oh apartment. no, but this well, is, he's a this short is, guy. Maybe this he, is New York. This could be a, like an old. This could be like an old. Converted brownstone. No, because they sh they showed they showed what the they were in. They're, they're in like a it's yeah a big twenty eight story kind of like apartment building. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I'm with Bo on that one. Bo would know. I mean, he draws that shit up. <laughs> so, but, yeah, no. Fair enough. We'll, we'll give you that one then. <laughs> I I I did I I looked for a couple of those. I didn't get too deep into it. I I, I did catch one in the beginning. One that really bugs me, and it was it's a Captain America line when they're fighting all the guys in Lagos and he comes in and he's like, he talks about the He calls out, Oh, the, uh, so many guys with AR 15s. And I was just like, fuck, shut up. You don't know yeah. what brand fucking automatic rifle they have. Like, right. it's just one of those. And it's a standard TV thing. Now. Um, I saw oh, yeah. it on like a, a fucking law and order or something like that. It was a cop that was down behind a car that never even looked. It's like, Oh yeah. It's like 12 guys with AR 15s. I'm like, no, you don't know if those are armor lights. You have no idea, and it was just one of those so, things that bugged me. So speaking There's... of that, so that goes that goes on my that's also on my list. So <laughs> I get like I get that like, Black Panther's suit is bulletproof. I get mm -hmm. that his suit is bulletproof, <laughs> but these are military grade weapons he's getting shot with. We talked about this before, Noah. We've talked before about about okay, maybe the gun is a low caliber gun, maybe it doesn't have the power. He's getting shot with military grade weapons. It's vibranium. He's not it's vibranium. Gonna, but it okay, it's vibranium, but it doesn't he doesn't it's it's there's vibranium? no force behind it. Maybe it's elastic. Yeah. Vibranium <laughs> Vibranium does not absorbs the, the it, force. it absorb it absorbs force. So in, where does it go? 
Steve's called me it's, on this before. This it's, is MCU. It's, fi it's vibranium. <laughs> this is it's just like, it's just like Cap Shield. It, you know it's what? A, it's a fair Peter question. And sometimes that she... thing does not obey the laws of physics at all. And I'm like, I'm glad you said it, Peter. <laughs> but yeah. it, it's it's fun to go to YouTube and look at like like superhero science because sometimes you right. find there's there's a lot of of thought behind it where they can actually work out how something could be reality. So right. I'm not going to, I, I, I agree. Sometimes you just kind of go, Oh my God, you know, whenever <laughs> they shoot, they only, sh they only shoot Bucky in the arm. Because, you know, why, why can't right. they aim oh. the foot or something like that? Well, so that explain was explain to me how Cap can pull down a helicopter. Explain to me. Oh, but was, super dense did you see those sudden? fucking guns? Oh, I know. Guns <laughs> out. He was okay, lifting he weights to, to hold on to a helicopter. What's Dude. his grip strength like? I don't see his hands being. He's a super soldier. Iconic. That was a super soldier. He had his medium shirt on, and he just had to get out there and flex. You know, you know he showed up he on play? set. He showed up on set that day with a long sleeve, <laughs> and they sent him back and said, "No, you know this shot <laughs> demands your guns. You, you need to be back." It, but it but it his feet. It's like how do his feet attach to the ground? A helicopter could lift him off the ground. No, it doesn't matter. Did you see he had the 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 barrel of Monkey's grip, right? The the under right, over right. barrel of monkey's grip. That's all you need. Barrel of monkeys, dude. That's all he did. <laughs> Hold on, you're not gonna pull the thing down out of the sky. No, he did His it. Feet he just was holding. He didn't. He was holding on to the bar. He just held it there until Before Bucky that. got tired. No. <laughs> no. He got. Oh, he held on. it there until was, Bucky got on. tired. It was, it was so taking, cinematic. It was I give it. I give it. It was pass, just taking know? off. It was just taking off. It didn't have. It didn't it's have. Also, oh, yeah. It's also small. Now you're a helicopter expert. Okay, so sure. so I watched a video a little while ago about <laughs> yes, the, the, yes, the top. The, you know, uh, uh, 150 mistakes with Civil War, and when they got to that part, they actually deleted three mistakes because they said it was so awesome that it didn't matter. You know, so. Oh my God. So, so come on, come on. You gotta you gotta enjoy the. I, the, I, the not denying the awesomeness. <laughs> Not denying the awesomeness. It was awesome. Uh, I give. I will give him the credit of holding it because he's not. He's not using his weight to pull it down. He's literally just carabining it in. And and Bucky just got tired of trying to pull away and then tries to hit him with the the rotor blades, which was he a stupid mistake. Like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I do have an issue with uh, the earlier scene where where Cap meets Bucky in his apartment and and the the police attack. And Bucky puts his hand out when they're shooting and just stops bullets. Yeah. Like, I'm a pretty good shot. I don't know if I could hit Bucky in the hand five shots in a row, even <laughs> if I was trying. You know, well, it, it, he doesn't even move it. It's like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, yeah. it, well, that one was about, a little... Let's, let's talk about the, the vibranium arm, then. Let's, <laughs> let's get into the vibranium okay. arm. So... Okay, it's a vibranium arm. That's great. The arm is not going to be destroyed. Vibranium is a miracle matter, um, and nothing's going to happen to it. Bucky's arm isn't vibranium at this point. Okay, no, she's it's right. It's a titanium Fine. alloy. Okay, oh, so it's a titanium oh, alloy arm. Is it connected to a titanium alloy body? No, because it's connected to a skeleton yeah, at some I'm, point. How is his I, arm not ripped completely off of his body? Because he's I a super soldier, just like... Look, I'm, I am 100% I am with you here. I don't know what the Wakandans had to do, but... Yeah, there's there's no way his entire body isn't a horror show inside to attach that arm. It's true. He is a super soldier. He jumps off of really high places. He's the same like, as he's does the, the same as Cap. landing and is that what but, it is? Okay. Yeah, he's the arm, same as. So, was he when he lost his? Arm, so remind me, was he a super soldier when he lost his arm? Yes. It's, oh, he's a super soldier. How'd that happen? When he was. It, still when he was, in, huh? All right. I was like, oh. uh, no, there's no. They explain this. When Cap rescues him 
uh, when they were in, where were they, Germany? Yeah. Well, from the Red Skull. When he, uh, this, he was being experimented on by Zola in the Prisoner of War camp when Cap rescued uh-huh. him the first time. So he already had a couple of shots of super, of soldier, super soldier serum. Right. It's was not the exact same. It was kind of a crappy version. So he's not quite as strong as it was. A, it was the target oh. version. It was. It was. Right. It was. It was. It was the generic version of this the serum. Oh so he's not God. quite as strong. He's not quite as fast. But he's he doesn't heal quite as quickly. But it's. it's it has nothing it, to do with healing. It has kind to do of the with same the force thing. with which it's being. <laughs> well, it's, so I, I mean, how does do Cap? Body. It's the same as how does Cap do it? Which I I had a or question. How, how do you know? It's it's well, you know. There's that's obvious. <laughs> it's the super suit. <laughs> it's you know it's yeah it's it's one of those things you just kind of have to go eh. So <laughs> now that we're talking about physics and, and things, I did have another one, and it was when I was watching it again today. Uh, Crossbones comes out and he's got those like extra hydraulic arm punches <laughs> things, right? Yes. Which is cool because that 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 was actually shown later on. I think um, in uh, Home Homecoming they show something yeah, similar. Well, one right? of Vulture's guys has it. Yeah. So my problem is, is that he punches Steve and Steve goes flying across the, the, the clearing. Now, we all know physics, right? That force equals time and mass and stuff like that. If you don't have the mass behind it, you're not going to send somebody flying across. And I'm sorry, Crossbones does not have that. And that was my biggest problem. Like, I was like, if he had picked him up and thrown him, okay. But just punching him, he wouldn't have flown like he did. And I was just like, okay. There's an issue. Yeah, this is this is the same thing with the Iron Man armor. When when Tony puts on just like the the glove, the glove, yeah, like and it gives yeah. him some kind of super strength. Yes. It's like it's still attached to a human arm. It's mm-hmm. you right. know he's not anything. His body is not enhanced. Well, that's but he but t- it's just yeah, like like Steve said, it's 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 comic book physics. What Tony gets of- hit by the Winter Soldier later on when he only has the little hand on. Like he's, and he does the whole thing. He gets punched in the chest. Tony would have been destroyed. Yeah. He had no armor on. Like he would have got destroyed. I don't, I don't know how Black Widow. She's got to have some enhancements because she got fucking thrown against. Well, we'll find like, out next week. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and then Sharon Carter got fucking blasted too. Like, how are yeah. these guys getting up? I mean, I fall down just on a soft, pillowy, you know, bed, and I have I a hard time getting up. These well, guys are getting thrown I step on a cotton ball. I step on a cotton ball and I can't walk for a week. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, th- I think True. once the fighting begins, there's there's a there's a you know a level of you know what do they call it uh, disbelief. You know, you, disbelief. You, suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah, where you just kind of enter the realm of let's see a kick-ass battle, and as long as you're yeah. kind of close to the rules, <laughs> it doesn't matter. What do you think of the photography? Right. This was some. This was a movie it was that. Really good. That when I when I say photography, the action photography, they actually used a different frame rate in order to give yeah. it, uh, which oh. reminded me of the opening scene of Saving, Saving Private Ryan when they are storming oh, the beaches. Oh God, yes. And they, yes. they have this kind I, of. Um, I, I think he really shot good. that at twelve frames per second, and then and then they call it shaky cam. A lot of well, people were calling it shaky cam. I think it's where the the frames don't have blur. You, they 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 are able okay. to use a, a high enough shutter speed to uh to capture a moment and not get blur and then they 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 play it back in real kind of in a real time um and yeah. it makes it look kind of hyper hyper sensitive there's yeah. there's there's so it, it, that I, first I, 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 fight 
that first Lagos fight, I think, was shot kind of that. And I really, really enjoy that battle scene more than the airport scene for the filming of it. It looked mm-hmm. more intense to me, even it, though it gives you that the, intense feeling. Just the way it's the, kind of the, the airport one feeling. was so much more fun because yeah. it is a comic book battle. It is yeah. your favorite superheroes battle royale. Who's gonna get? You know, who's gonna come out on top? Who's gonna you know jump off the top of the ladder? So much fun. But that Lagos battle was so intense. It, when you said Saving Private Ryan, it really kind of reminded me of that. In that fact that like. Man, I loved I loved all that was going on, the, the switching positions and jumping back and forth between who is who. And then, like, you looking at one position and you're seeing someone up front and someone behind him doing something. And all of a sudden, you're flipping to that person. You know, yeah. you, you saw a lot of that with, with yeah. Wanda and, and Falcon. I loved Falcon's whole, uh, everything he was doing, using his wings to as shields. And, mm-hmm. and they did you know, the same I, thing in the stairway, yeah. in the stairwell uh, scene. Yes, that was another good one. And, and it looked to me like it was almost shot two different ways. The airport scene from those and someone had mentioned something like um and you guys you might know this steve is that uh they do um secondary directing crews or something like that where yeah. like it's it's like oh um yeah you just go shoot that i i gotta go you know have you're a meeting gonna, with so and so you're always gonna have that where they you know a pickup shot or something like that or a second second yeah. crew um and sometimes they can get you know i was we were when we were doing our raiders of lost ark podcast i i read a lot about <laughs> uh shots that that were done by secondary crew in fact i think it was the director of captain america that did a lot of second secondary uh d- second so i heard that the the secondary directing crew was some of the guys that were part of the john wick series nice um for this and i was like when i heard that i was like okay that they must have been involved in that first largo the lagos fight and then also the stairwell because that was very much a john wick especially the stairwell (laughs) that very much had a lot of that and i was like oh okay and then there was also some um of the stunt directors it was a like a some kind of a shaft well, well, it's a stairwell. It's, it's at uh, that square. I, I've never Ed lived Bucky's, in the building. Bucky's See, he goes apartment. jumping down and he grabs hold with his arm. And, uh, you know, well, I mean, that's yeah, the yeah, one that yeah. I believe Bo would have said that, yeah, that would have ripped his damn arm off. Cause, yeah, right, I, was, I was just, I mean, I was just thinking about this. This had, this had like six action yeah. sequences that would have been like a centerpiece in in a movie, some other like, movies, yeah. In some it other did. movies, so you it have, still felt like a drama, have, though, which was which it was a, yeah. it was a it was an effective balance because because you're right, there were a right. lot of really effective action sequences, but I still felt this was a heavy drama. <laughs> yeah, so you, like well, you have you have Lagos, you have the fight at Bucky's apartment, mm-hmm. you have the fight in the tunnel. Yeah, the car chase tunnel. Oh and, right, right. Oh, how did I forget that? Yeah. Um, you have the. <laughs> The Bucky gets loose and up through the helicopter fight. Right. Um, the, the fight at the airport, and then yep. the final Tony, Tony, Steve, and Bucky in the cave. Yeah. And that was the hard part for me. Like that. That was the worst filmed one for me. That looked comic. That looked comicish to me. It wasn't yeah. even that it was filmed. It was hard to watch just because of the feelings I had. Like, yeah. Well, yeah this but- is like watching your two two of your kids like actually fucking fight fight. Like, yeah. You know, part of me is a proud dad. Like, okay, yeah, I can see that. But also it was like, oh, they're hurting each other. Jeez. And and Stark had to watch. I mean, it was all inspired by the emotional power of him having to watch his own parents' death. That's, that's just, I mean, obviously 
all the emotion was was turned into this rage and vengeance that that he just couldn't control. I, I get that. That's not something that you can easily recover from in a, in a few minutes. You know, so yeah, I mean, I mean, he actually said like Steve is like it wasn't him. And Tony goes, I don't care. He killed my mom. Yeah. And yeah. and like Steve and Bucky are like trying to like incapacitate him. And it's just like you can almost see him. It's like, let's just get him down and then we can go and it'll be fine. And, you know, and Tony just keeps on coming, you know, and yeah. so and <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, then and then finally, when he takes Bucky's arm off and that's when Steve loses it and just wails yeah. on him. Well, yeah, and you think he's going to kill him, but he, but he, in the end, he just goes straight. Did you him. really think he was going to kill him? I, I didn't. Think that, well, I didn't. There was a moment where Steve he was not a murderer. No, he's not. Yeah. And, and and it seemed so understandable when he took took out his uh, his uh, his reactor. power. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, there was a moment. I, I think you even saw it in Tony Stark's face where he thought he thought. Oh yeah, God. no, he thought Steve was going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I knew he yeah. wasn't. Even even well, the first time I saw it, I well, was like, oh. Uh, well, a lot no, of people... it's, it's an MCU movie. They're not going to have Captain America kill Iron Man. It just. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm 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 almost done with Iron Man personally, but I mean, no, <laughs> no I, I to me it was a hard it was a hard one to watch just because of the emotions with it. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the fighting was great. I love the fact that they were doing the the switch off the 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 shield punch thing and my biggest problem with it was is um I think they made Iron Man a little too tough in this one, and when they're like, "Oh, you know, the computer's gonna analyze Captain's fight style," and so does that mean that Tony just is a, a blob in the suit, and the suit's just doing all the movements? That's because, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Because I was I like, "Oh, I don't think so," but I think it. He'll he uses he uses the computer to like as an assist. I get, I get it, you but they, he was acting like he was going to analyze his fight style and be able to react to it, which would mean that the the suit would have to do the movements for him, because yeah, she couldn't say like, oh, he's going to throw an overhead right, but the time he said overhead right, he'd already ate knuckles, so it was one of those ones that I had an issue with that. Yeah. I don't think Tony's a bad fighter. Uh, I just don't think he's a hand-to-hand -hand fighter like Cap is. No. Not so much. Or Winter Soldier. He should have got his ass handed to him in a hand-to-hand -hand fight like that. You don't think the computer did. <laughs> could make the reaction fast enough? That's what I'm saying. Is the computer would have had to make the would have had to take yeah. full control of the armor. That's all I'm saying. I didn't say that's not oh, possible. Yeah. I'm just saying is okay. Is, yeah, I'm sure but, it would have to. I'm sure it does. Yeah, I wanna, but yeah, I, I, wanna, I still think he would have got his ass handed to by the two of them. I, I want to go hand back to what you like said that. about about emotion. You know how you how you said this was hard to watch. Do you think that was negatively impacted the movie, or do you think it? For me, it did. So so to me, sometimes I get frustrated with movies that kind of, you know go you know bring a lot of emotional angst into something but never really never really go full force and to me this this movie for a lot of it it was it was kind of on the edges of of doing something that that you can't you can't recover from but it always kind of stand on the sidelines and it wasn't until the end that it finally like kicked it in and said no we're going for it and it was tough to watch i agree but i but i appreciated that it that it it explored it. It explored. I, I agree really with you like that they do all that. And but it's one of those ones I don't like to watch. And and yeah. literally as many times as I've watched this, um, I haven't watched that final scene. But but that's why I say was it it negatively impacted? You think it was a worse movie because of it, or do you think it was just? I do. 
Okay. I do. Which this is this scene? does not. We have watched which final scene? Uh, the the whole battle, the the Bucky uh, uh, Iron Man in the, yeah. in the cave. Oh. Where, where I, it's one of those. I love the fight scene, but it's it's so cringy to me and so hard to watch because the motions that it brings up. And I, I don't know if this is just me. I mean, I I I have to deal with some old, my own personal well, stuff that well, kind of bring why, up with that. that. That's why I'm asking if it's something that you think negatively impacts the movie. And, and uh, think in my bad. mind, it does. It's, it's for a me. worse. It's a worse movie because I get where you're coming from, and but uh, but I think it. I I appreciate. That it's that it's trying to explore something that's tougher than than just kind of this, you know, you know, pulling your punches, which which they, they tend to do a lot. And so in, it in does. This one, they didn't pull their punches. It was like, well, this is I don't think this 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 also to me isn't as good as a movie as like Captain America Winter Soldier just on grounds, even even if you don't count that final fight in any negative or positive way, just in overall, I don't think it's as a good a movie. Um now I know there's other people that do really love this one. I also, but I'm also one that, and I know we haven't got there, but Endgame and Infinity War I don't think are as good as some of the other earlier movies, even though they're so much more dramatic and have so much more, you know, just because you have more oomph to it doesn't necessarily make it a better movie. And this is one of the ones yeah. I think it almost packs too much. You know, this is this is that 10 pound bag, and they kind of put 12 pounds in it. I just think it's a more interesting question when you put pit two two people that that you care about and put them against each other versus Winter Soldier, which I I agree they're I I think they're both good movies and I think they're related, so it's hard to separate them. But but Winter Soldier, you had your good guy and you had your bad guy, and by the end of Winter Soldier, the bad guys were almost cartoonishly bad. Whereas in here, it was it was tough to kind of parse good versus bad and that's more interesting that's something that makes you think about it for a longer time and i like that so well it's the whole pick and sides thing too i mean it's like you you it depends on your perspective of the whole thing like who is good and who is bad and like, i mean it's it's not even it's not even as bad some people might think tony stark's bad it's it's not even good or bad i mean you know you asked i am team cap but i I sympathize with Tony. I, I see his point of view. Right. I don't agree with it, but I can see how he reached that. I can see how he reached that conclusion. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not ridiculous. It's, it's reasonable. And, it, and it's, and it's, it's interesting to look at ba- uh, Black Widow's character uh, because she sides with Iron Man, but, but her. Does she really? Yeah. Well, I think her reasoning is is more uh, nuanced than something that you know. Well, she was there in when when uh, uh, the explosion happened, and she kind of connected with with Black Panther and kind of you know felt felt some of his pain, and so she was trying to play peacekeeper. But but uh, well, yeah, she she sets it up. She's at the the funeral, right? She's there for Cap um, uh, at Peggy's funeral, yeah. and uh, she says it right out. She says, "I." I'm doing whatever to keep the team together. So she doesn't care one way or she the gave other Tony about Stark their... shit too when they're standing, you know, standing on the on the window at the window. Yeah, I mean she, she lays She's more about go and yeah. She's more about keeping the family together rather than, you know. And so and this is one of, this is one of those ones is like if people would just talk none of this yes. shit would have happened. Right? Yeah. Cuz it really if if, if Tony would have said, "Hey, look, we're going to sign this but we're gonna fucking figure out how to make it work for us right well, off the bat. Did. We're gonna he, change. He tried that. He gave it. He extended his. He kind of did. He kind of did. 
but that's also in Cap kind of a way. Yeah, yeah, he did it in no, a Tony kind of way. And, I know. and Cap yeah. could have done the same thing. Say, look, I don't want to, you know, I I think there's some merit to it, but I also there there's got to be a thing like if if you tell us something that we're not okay with, we're gonna say no. Well, or if we need to go, in, we're just gonna fucking go. Even right. in the end, Tony shows up and is like, you know, I'm here because I I fucked up and yeah. And and so well, there's a moment they, where you think everything's going to come together, and then and then they um, both they both do Zemo it. Zemo right, throws really. out their Zemo or whatever his name. Yeah, Zemo. Um, well, and, yeah. Oh, and I mean, <laughs> you know, let's let's talk. The one character we haven't talked about, Black Panther. He kind of changes over the course hothead. of this. Huh? Well, he's got he starts off a hothead. He's got well, yeah, but I mean. That. His dad mean, got killed. I mean, his, come on. His, his father was <laughs> murdered. Come on. And right. his and dad he, was and, not murdered. His sure dad was, was a casualty of a bomb. That's not murder. Sure. No, I'm I'm serious. Okay, yes, this okay. is Okay, so but, no, if I set up a if I if I put a bomb in your house and kill your entire family, am I a murderer? Well, the bomb wasn't set up. It's just a casualty of a bomb. Yeah, well, I'm hold on. on this. I don't, I don't you, you put it in my house directly. This was outside of the building. Okay, if I shoot a missile into your house and <laughs> kill your whole family. Why are you hitting um, my house with a missile? You're just you a casualty a missile. of a missile, Noah. You're just a casualty <laughs> of a missile, Noah. No. Okay. I'm not a murderer. Okay. Let us let us not debate semantics. Well, this is... It's his... Well, we're not debating no, this is, this is interesting. What? So, Noah, you don't what? think you don't think that someone who plants a bomb is is a murderer? A murderer? If... I didn't you say you're... that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say he wasn't trying to create, but they didn't have proof that it was him. Okay. Well, they sure. Were... I mean, that, oh, that comes okay. out. Yeah, they here's, jumped to a conclusion. That's why we have suspects. This well, than, person than... is a murderer. It doesn't matter who it is. Someone's a murderer. Right, but he, he someone was said, murdered. He and the person said, was murdered was his dad. Do you think Zemo he was a murderer? He immediately said, it's this guy. No verification, no oh. proof. How? Wait. I, I agree Not with the you point. there. He, he Not jumped the point. to conclusions. Not the point. But, but do you on. think in the end, was Zemo a murderer? Yes. Okay, yes. okay. Then then we're, we're in agreement. Okay. Because he Here's planted a bomb. And mm -hmm. then Black Panther's dad was murdered. Yes. Well, okay. Okay. By so Zemo. Black? Yes. But he okay. was murdered. But, he but I don't I think that's what you. His I don't think that's what you murdered. said. No, we were talking about Winter Soldier. <laughs> Black Panther going after no. Winter Soldier. I was saying because he was his dad was murdered. His dad right. was murdered. I didn't say he was murdered by his... Bucky. I said he was murdered. <laughs> right. His, okay. His father. Okay. <laughs> he was trying to avenge his father, using yeah. all of the information that he had at hand he concluded that bucky did it they had a picture of what looked like bucky at the scene the un was pretty sure it was bucky because they were like we have orders to shoot on site so they were pretty convinced it was him all the, the reason why you can't sign the accords if the un is backing right yeah. there you go team and, cap there you go but, and they were wrong they were wrong <laughs> they were wrong there's there you go. There's a. But that's, there's I mean, he, he but, went but, off but, on a, he he went off. Okay, so he went off but, on a headhunt. He went off but, on a headhunt. Is that okay? Here, he's I, got diplomatic immunity probably in every country in the world, <laughs> so he can do whatever he wants. He's he's got diplomatic. He's. So he's the reason we should all be on Captain uh, or on Iron Man's team. Look, he's. Uh, maybe. Hold on. Let uh, let Nina go. No, so he's trying to avenge his father, which is understandable. 
you know, he's he's the Black Panther at this point. He's used to doing things this way. He knows he's got the the means to do it. But and they don't even know Zemo exists at this point. But then, I mean, Zemo pretty much tips his hand. He wants them to know it's him. Because he Towards calls end, yes. Yeah. He wants them to know it's him because he he calls the hotel so they discover the body and they discover the mask and all that stuff. So at the point he realizes it wasn't Bucky. And he goes after Zemo. It's like, not mm-hmm. only does he confront, he confronts Zemo, but by that time his bloodlust is gone. And because he says, I've, he's like, I saw what happened to Tony and Steve. They were will, they were ready to kill each other. And that's, that's okay, so, not that's not a cool that's not a good right. thing. So that is not what I'm going to do. I am going to take he you grew in into and, that. But uh, what if you would have caught him that first time? What if you had caught him before what? before the escape on the on the roof? Do you think he would have and killed just him? killed him? But well, he, why do you think he was going to kill him? He may I mean, have. We didn't that's see he his said. We he didn't... said he don't worry about. I'm going to kill him. Okay. He told yeah. Black Widow. Did he say don't that? even okay. don't even look for him because I'm going to yeah. kill him. Right. I got this okay. motherfucker. He's done. Right. And so, but that's, he has growth. His character well, changes and grows. I mean, we saw that is, with Tony Stark. He was, he was ready to kill Cap. Tony Stark, he, he, was, he was ready to kill. Uh, he, was, he was ready to, he was ready to shoot Bucky with a, he was ready to shoot Bucky with a missile. And if he I, had, I if he had his targeting computer, he would have, but he's like, I'm going to eyeball it. And, you know, instead he hits the the hatch or whatever. Right. Well, okay, so and, I think I think that was actually what he was trying to do originally. You think so? I think he was trying to kill Bucky. No, I think he was Bucky. trying to hit the hatch to close it so that he could capture him. No, I think he was trying to kill him. I well, think he was he trying actually, to kill him, but when he didn't have the targeting, I think he aimed for the hatch he because said, that was an easier target. I got the sense that yes. he wanted to. Uh, that hatch was about the same size as Bucky. I, well, what he no, when the it, hatch was huge. When it showed the targeting, it looked like it was trying to trying to focus. That hatch on was Bucky. about the same size as Bucky. I, I, but the thing is, when but when they're fighting down on the ground, and Bucky goes for him, he shoots him. I mean, he shoots his arm off. Well, yeah, because he got tired of getting punched in the face. So you don't if think he's been five inches over? No, you don't think uh, Tony Stark would uh, would have been would have killed. Uh, Winter Soldier, if he didn't have like the to what to what end did he want to capture him so he could like what? you know bring him suffer, to justice, the justice, bring him to justice in the justice system because that's what Tony's all about, bringing people to justice. But that's yeah. what we're supposed to do, right? I mean, did Bucky, Tony become Bucky, the guy that does the right thing? Bucky and Steve were trying to get you away. Sure, you're not Team Tony. I, I, I think I'm Noah's, not. Noah's trying to trying to mess with us, but I, I, I'm I'm trying <laughs> no, to get to Noah, he, where he's coming from. No, where are Noah you Noah is a where, devil's advocate, is what he. Is. Yeah, you're playing devil's advocate, but you have an opinion too. So where? where my, you, my opinion is, is I thought I thought Black Panther started off very um, bloodthirsty. Yeah. And and yes, he did have a growth, and the the whole point was is like I. It was kind of the jump to conclusions. I understand that Zemo really set it up to to you know. I mean, they talk about it. They he wanted them to capture Bucky, which I have a problem with. Like, how the fuck's he know when they're going to capture him so he can set up that yeah, delivery well, of the EMP a, system? 
This so was, perfectly. This, there were a lot of coincidences. This, the this fact was, that this was a typical supervillain plan, yeah, which had yeah. fifteen hundred moving parts. Every single <laughs> one had to go off. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that they so showed that up was, together, Captain and Tony Stark, because Tony yeah. Stark had to show up there to see the video for the whole Civil War to happen. Cap, Cap oh, had right, to protect. Exactly. Cap had to protect Bucky in in his apartment building and keep him from being shot. Any. <laughs> Any any of the fifteen hundred <laughs> bullets that were were fired by the by the squad of UN guys could have easily killed Bucky or right. Steve or both, but whatever. <laughs> right. No, I agree. And so that's that was my biggest thing is that I think I think they did a disservice to the Black Panther that showed him so bloodthirsty that he was ready to just kill him without any thought. And and now that was yeah. my biggest my biggest downside of the Black Panther. And and granted they they came back later and um said that, you know, he he, he had the best best growth at the end, right? And yeah. and I thought that and, was And I think it's fair for you to say I mean I think as a character when you're so overwhelmed by the death of your father and you say, I'm gonna go kill him, that doesn't mean that when you're finally when you when you catch him that's what you're going to do. And I, I think, I don't know. I believed well, his, I believed when he said he well, was going to kill him. And if you look at the actions but, that he took and the actions that he took in the end was he completely spared him and he prevented the guy from committing suicide. So, so I don't think it's fair to jump to our own conclusions and say this character would have killed Bucky if he had the chance because, uh, you know, the only thing we have to base it is the fact that he chased him like a, you know, like he did, and and that he well, said he was going to kill him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's. I, I, but I look think, at his reaction when they're captured. He is not happy about the fact that he doesn't get to be the one that that, that puts out that justice. You yeah, know I but mean? I mean, it's 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 one thing when you're fighting as hard as you can, and you you know you kind of have to be in a killing mood. If he had if he had found Bucky in that little apartment with his little notebook and his backpack and candy bars on the top of the refrigerator he might i don't think he'd have just gone in there and and straight up murdered him i think he would have been like if bucky had said i didn't kill your father i don't do that anymore i think he would have had the he would have had a cool enough head at the time to say i, I okay. don't know if we i don't know if we would have well i mean we, yeah. we see what we see what happens with with stark after he founds out that that winter soldier killed his mom some 20 years earlier and he flipped out yeah. yeah, I mean well, the the the, the, the wound too. is more raw. the The wound is more raw when it's that direct. So well, there's a video. But, but he's but Who he's puts still... a video camera in the '90s on a desert road. There, that was a big that was a big issue too. Like, why was that video <laughs> oh, so fucking clear? The only Nobody... thing I could the only first of all they didn't have video like that in the '90s. But the only thing I could think <laughs> is like, it might have been like at the end of a driveway. Right. That's what it looks that's, like, too. Well, that's and, the only and, thing. And even even Bucky goes right up to the camera like he knows. It. Why does he do it after the fact? Uh, it's, that, it's, that was stupid. I don't know. After I mean, the fact, you walk right up and you go, look, this is my face. Now see me destroy the camera. I, they were trying to get I don't know. Maybe they were trying to address the... the... They just wanted to make it dramatic. Anyway, yeah. I, so so the whole issue with the, the father being killed for Black Panther, the mother being killed... For me, I, I understand that because I I don't know if you guys know this, but my mother was murdered when I was in high school. So I, I have a, oh a, a sense of why and the, the reaction. And, and 
I personally have gone out of my way to not know the person. Um, you know, I've had, I've been invited to go to trials and prison visits and, and stuff like that. And I've gone out of my way not to, because I understand the, the reaction I might have would be similar to what those guys have. And that's, that's why I understand. And, and, and it's kind of like, you know, you, you have to look at it that way. And so it's one of those, of that, I don't know. I if thought that, of that at the end. It's like, oh my God, this <laughs> is going to completely resonate with we, with you. I mean, to, to see something right. like, like that. I, I don't know if that's why that in that in scene is so bad for me to watch and, and so hard for me to watch because I understand. But I also, it's like one of those things is like, you know, it's been fuck, 30 years almost, but it's like one wow. of those things is like, if I saw that guy, would I snap? And, and I don't know. And so I understand, I understand Tony's part and I understand, you know, uh, uh, Black Panther, T'Challa, T'Challa? I can't T'Challa. say that right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand his idea and, and, and I would be the same way if someone ever attacked my family. I get it. And I just, it's one of those things is these, these guys, and, and this is where they're supposed to represent better than the normal, right? We're supposed to always be able to up to this. And so that's why I understand when they put character flaws in them that, that they do show up and, and it's hard to believe sometimes. And so I get why they're doing what they were doing and stuff I, like that. I liked what T'Challa said at the end where he said the the living, oh, are, not, for sure. the living are not done with Ooh. you. You know, when he stops mm-hmm. them from killing himself, it's like, oh. Well, even better than that, he talks about, he goes, the uh, using the, what was it? It's... Um, they're letting it destroy them, you know, the, the, uh, I can't, the rage or whatever it was. I, I can't think of the words directly, but he uses such an elegant phrase that yeah. says, they're letting this destroy them, and I am no longer going to let that be the case. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like, that's, I mean, he has, he had one of the best endings. And, and I love the fact, I mean, bringing, bringing Black Panther into this and, and having him do all he did really got so many people excited just as almost as much as spider-man right i believe you know those two were were probably the most exciting thing for the comic book fan and the non-comic book fan to see these other characters and get hyped up for the spider-man movie the black panther movie and we well, got they, such great characters apparently out they, of it. They enhanced the script with Black Panther when they didn't think they'd get Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And so, yeah. and by the time they got <laughs> Spider-Man, it's like, well, we've already really tied Black Panther into the script. Enough. Well, I think his story really fit. Yeah, I, yeah. I think his story I, fit. And that's why they his... didn't pull it out, is they re- rewrote the script with him as more of a more of yeah. a presence. And uh, it, it did. And work. I like the fact that they actually grow his character more in the other movie. Like, they show him in a in a base sense where we get an idea in his fighting, in his, co- his, his comic-correct uh, costume, and his fighting style and everything was so good. His attitude um, and his, his directness in the fight was... was different like they they kind of corrected a little bit like uh, uh, it's one of those ones like uh hawkeye is up against him he's like oh hey we haven't met yet i'm clint and he's like no i don't care and it's kind of <laughs> one of those that's like okay it's kind of funny in a way but it's also okay um my introduction to black uh panther came from the animated series and he has a he has an arrogance in the beginning in the animated series which is very much like this where he has this arrogance of I'm better than everyone, but then he learns to be part of a team and stuff like that. And they really carried it over to this. And so I enjoyed that. And so I don't know how many people realize that's what it was, or they look at this as like, he just has that arrogance. And so it's kind of like a, 
hit or miss with some people, you know, I could see. So, I, I mean, other than the fact that I think a lo lot of people really enjoyed seeing Black Panther in this and Spider-Man, I think they both hit really well. Although, I, I don't know him from the comic books. From what I've heard, he's not very much like the comics in this. He's a very different person in the comics. Ooh, Black Panther? Yeah. And I don't um, know, because I haven't really read a lot of the comics with him in it. There's... there's uh, the Black... We'll probably talk more about this when we get to the Black Panther movie. Um, well, I hope so. Yeah, there's... <laughs> but but they, they sort of base it around um, his characterization in a particular storyline mm -hmm. that was written by uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Is like a usually a nonfiction writer who writes a lot about um, race issues and stuff. And is I've read some of his nonfiction books and he's fantastic. But um, so I think it kind of comes from that. So they're you know they're but I, I don't there was arrogance, but I think in his case it was justified. I mean he is royalty. He's literal royalty, and um. And there is kind of this this tone of Wakanda in Wakanda that is like we actually are better than the rest of the world. We we have I have a problem with that because and, and, and this will go more when we see the Black Panther movie is they hide the fact that they have all this. Yeah. Right? They play it off like they're a farm country and they're they're but yet, yeah. when you see them outside, they kind of act like, oh, our shit doesn't sink. We're better than everybody. And it's like, that. those two don't really match up. And, and that was stank. one of... Our shit doesn't stink. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Tony, our shit doesn't Tony stink. Tony stink. <laughs> so, okay, I, I got to ask this question. Do you think that Captain America actually wrote on the uh, FedEx uh, shipper <laughs> stank? Or did, did, uh, did they read that wrong? Did, uh, I think. So, I think. So I'll tell you. It's, it's I think he wrote it in his in his perfect early 1900s penmanship. <laughs> so it's so beautiful and elegant that it just the FedEx guy couldn't read it. He's, he's not used to seeing cursive. <laughs> Tony Tony did not send that to himself. Right, <laughs> right. So it wasn't his penmanship, but I no, it's Cap's. No, no, no. Cap's penmanship. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, Cap's penmanship. You, okay, you, you're right. No, but I will, I will say this. I say it is. You totally don't think he possible. got his knuckles wrapped by, by rulers a couple of times, learning how to, learning <laughs> well, how to write no, no, cursive. No, but, but listen to this. I, I got a package just the other day, and it was addressed to Raymond Hake, H-A-K-E. <laughs> And you know, people make typos sometimes. I mean, what are you gonna? I don't do, think right? I don't think Cap typed this. I think he hand wrote it. You, was it handwritten? I think so. I think he wrote it out. And I, I, no, it's I'm FedEx. gonna go. I want. When's I wanna, the last time you got a FedEx with a handwritten label? I sent one out just the other day. I think the way Stan Lee <laughs> delivered the line it made him seem like a bumbling kind of, kind of. Almost, I don't want to say idiot, but kind of like a bumbling uh, uh, FedEx man. So I, I, I yeah. choose to say so, it was written and, correctly. And, and, and he, he just and and honest, flubbed it. In. And, 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 and it, it could squig down and a little I, bit. And like, I, and I, I write I, my uh, sevens like twos, and people don't know my phone number sometimes. I mean, I and get I, it. And I, don't, I, don't I will tell you this. I used to. I will tell you this. I used to be a. I used to work at the front desk of a retirement community, and we had like six hundred residents, and. People would call my desk to talk to people, 
and it is like they would like can i talk to you and the way they would try and pronounce names like names that i would think like you know we had some people who were there who were eastern european or greek or something that had names that were 15 letters long and it's like okay i can see Two stumbling vowels. over this one yeah lots of vowels you know or or lots no, of consonants or no vowels yeah there's there was one i'll tell you there was one guy there and then when i first met him i said and i'm like i said oh i said uh is this uh said logic and he was <laughs> and he was astonished he's like oh my gosh he's like you're the first person i've ever met who pronounced it correctly right out of the gate i'm like well i watch a lot of hockey so you know <laughs> but could anyway you, could you imagine but, but steve people, rogers sitting in, in, a, in a room like taking his time with the letter this very eloquent letter trying to get get tony stark on board giving the phone you know call me anytime and then like when it comes to writing it and just like getting to the last word oh, last no. name going, i know like, exactly i could just see the little grin on his face going oh no i'm no, gonna write no here's here's exactly <laughs> just, i know what happened oh yeah steve wrote the letter and he asked sam wilson to go buy the phone and send it <laughs> and sam's like fuck tony stank. <laughs> yeah, right. that's good that's good that's exactly that's what it. happened that's exactly Actually, what happened so, I, I, so, I believe that's perfect two, two things one you mentioned sam wilson i'm gonna come back to him in a second but um can we talk about chadwick boseman like oh we have you were gone but <laughs> What, did you what, talk about um, him having cancer? He did he not. Was, he yeah. did not have cancer in this one. He did. I don't he think did. it was in this one. I think it was. He got diagnosed after this film. It was four years before Black Panther. I thought it was when he well, got the role. He already Google. knew. Uh, and I think even even MCU knew too. I don't think it was hidden. Yeah, we're not talking about Black Panther. What? Lisa tried to correct me, and she said she had it during Black Panther. He had it during What Black, year did this come Black out? Panther. 2016. 2016. So this came out in 2016. I think, he was, I think he was diagnosed after this film, but before Black Panther, and he filmed Black Panther with the diagnosis going through chemo, actually, if I remember correctly. Jesus. So, but I don't believe he... Yes, it he, says he was, he was diagnosed in 2016, so it's hard to know. That well, this was filmed. This would this came out in two thousand early two thousand sixteen. Okay, so let's talk yeah. a little. The You're fact probably right. That the guy did right. every like like. Let's just talk about like in general, like not right. this movie, but the fact that all the movies that he did, and you would like nobody knew like. Yeah. No, like, I. So many well, he did all the Black but... Panther actually after he's he even had chemotherapy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it's incredible that he he did everything he did, and and it's it's it. The worst part of it, all of it is, is it's sad that we we lost him because he was such an incredible uh, casting for Black Panther. Just like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, you know, Chris Evans yeah. is Captain America. He was Black Panther 100, percent and yes, and right. and and we were robbed of the fact that that we don't get more of him and and right. and that he can't give us that. So uh, I mean. That's one of the things with MCU is their casting has been so on on so oh, many yeah. levels. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and so this this is one of the, the tragedies is that, you know, we had such a I mean, to the point where it's so he was so fucking perfect that they don't want to recast him. And all the fans are like, yeah, we're with you. We're, yeah. we're OK with that. Yeah. Where and this is this this feels like the asshole part of me is like. Mm, I, I, I might be okay with just recasting him, but you know, give him a good, you know, 
memory or something, but go ahead and put like, someone else in there, you know? Like Fast and Furious 7. <laughs> Jeez. Fast no. What? Oh, my God. Absolutely, absolutely well, not. <laughs> well, they put his brother in and kind of did some digital yeah. stuff, and then they yeah. let him ride off the sunset. It was, it was ghoulish. It was ghoulish. Well, yes. I mean, what, what we had, what we had, um, Carrie Fisher in in the last Star Wars movie oh. too. That was after she was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to so, see that. Anyway. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's no, just one of those. But, it, but yeah, I mean, and we'll talk about it when we get to to Black Panther. I mean, just the incredible job that the whole movie but, was. Uh, it, it it is great, and he is, like I said, one of the top cast. I I, I can't think of anybody that I was like, you know. I would recast them, and and I, there's better people. Maybe they could have done better. Maybe they could have had X Y Z person. Yeah, I I can't think of any that I would just like. Oh yeah, no, this person just doesn't fit. I Iron I haven't Fist. found one. Who? Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, but that's not that's... the films. Well, that's not the films, okay. but okay. I agree with you. That is maybe probably it's not MCU only... anymore. Was it? I think it. it... No, they, they're yeah. saying that all the Netflix. Yeah, okay, yeah the okay. Netflix back stuff back is going. I, okay. I have another. I have another thing I want to ask. We okay, can, go ahead, Bo. So the other one is I was listening to this, and and I've actually uh, coincidentally heard of uh, Marvel Universe podcast, and they were talking about a bunch of the, you know, a bunch of the different like story arcs and some of the alternate like like um, Truth, Red, White, and Black, and you know some some of these other like alternate stories but um something that a lot of the fans say and no you probably heard this because you listen to a ton of podcasts about this but um about all the stuff we're watching have you heard that some people are saying that um sam wilson should be able to pick up thor's hammer as well oh i haven't heard that yeah so i've heard an interesting thought they're mm-hmm. saying he's like he's so pure like he's pure but he's like as captain america as cap was and they're saying that he should be caught i back. agree he should also be able to pick up he should also but he wasn't in that scene so we don't know and yeah. don't i know. agree with you i i agree with you i um and we'll get more into this next week uh matter of fact i might even just save it for next week but yeah i i think that he he is such a great fill-in for cap in every way yeah um, that yeah, that that makes sense to me. I, I would be behind that 100 percent um, as far as the worthiness. Um, yeah. Well, if they're gonna let, let they're. I mean, we got we got the next movie coming up with uh, I can't think of her name. Um, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. They're letting her lift it, and it's not that I have a problem with Jane Foster. It's just the actress. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Oh, you don't another, like her? Nah, I, no, I don't actually. I really don't. Um, She's got that great Which, Saturday Night Live. Uh, uh, I'm not oh saying she's gosh, a gosh, she does. Yeah. I'm not saying she yeah. has any. It just, that is a great I, one. I don't know. I, just the Star hey, Wars stuff. Speaking of Star Wars, so Vision has this line in here that totally reminded me of Yoda. Yoda in The Phantom Menace says, <laughs> Oh, yes, yes, yes. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Right. Vision has the okay. same sort of line where he says, Our strength invites challenge. Challenge incites conflict. Conflict breeds catastrophe so it's like yeah. is he the yoda of the mcu he must be yes he oh, is yeah. sure <laughs> good okay for sure is there any okay. question oh, then all right so then we can move on end of, end of discussion yeah <laughs> okay we can move on i just really want to see this movie i really want to see him in a backpack on wanda's back <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> little little well, baby bjorn him 
I mean, and speaking of Star Wars, how great was Tom Holland's oh, right. reference to, to Empire? This really Empire old movie. Like, like, right. It's just the, this the whole... really old movie. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing is, the, the thing is, I love I love Rhodey and Tony's conversation. And Rhodey's like, Tony, how old is this kid? Because he's like realizing this is a child. Yeah. And Tony's right. like, I don't know. I didn't carbon date. <laughs> he's on the young <laughs> side. Right. Yeah. There's so much that was. Was that a carbonite reference too? Because that was an Empire. Oh no, 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 that maybe. <laughs> well, okay. Right. We also we also had the arm loss Star Wars reference when right. uh, yeah. Winter Soldier lose. I mean, sure. Well, there's, like, it, there's, a, there's a Star Wars reference in almost, I mean, in just about every... Well, there was definitely movie. one, there was a uh, an arm loss in every one of the Phase 2 movies. Or a limb loss. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, it, hand or limb. Arm? Was it always arm? It was always arm. Okay. It was always arm or hand. Okay. In, in every one of the Phase 2, and it was specifically pointed out as this is our Star Wars reference. So it was great so, that they called um, out Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is such a cool thing, and it's it, where you think lost, about he it. Actually, lost the Armin Empire, right? That's the one. Yeah, that's where he gets his hand. Yeah, yeah, Luke, Luke gets. So yeah, it's it is such a cool D hand. One of the one of the best. Um, I mean, let's go. Let's go back to that to the airport fight. There was so many good oh, comedic. So much great stuff. I yeah. love, and and this is this is also one of the things this movie did. And and I'm, oh god, I got the hiccups pointed out real quick is there is so many actual comic book covers shot in this movie so oh, the one, yeah the one with ant-man on the arrow arrow and right. he's like okay and he's like yeah. you ready he's like oh yeah go ahead arrow guy that's yeah. an actual comic book cover of ant-man holding on to hawkeye's arrowhead as he's gonna be fired i don't know if it, it was at iron man but that would be even right. fucking better i love that scene with him in the armor and Yes. Oh yeah. So he's like, "Who's talking?" And he's like, yeah. "You're gonna need to go he's into like, the shop." I know. He's like, "This is this is your conscience." Yeah, we don't talk a lot. We don't talk right. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So good. Well, then he's like, "It's like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, discharging fire? Yeah, devices or whatever. Yeah. Fire suppression. Yeah, fire suppression or whatever. And all that. Exactly. That is yeah, such no, an that was, awesome. That, that that airport fight. Just the lines in that are so good. Like, yeah. When 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 when. Spider-Man was fighting, fighting uh, so, uh, Falcon Brody? and Winter Soldier. No, no he was have... fighting. He's like, he, he's like, you realize there's not this much talking. That's Falcon. Like, oh yeah, like that was that, that was Falcon. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if that's a, I don't know if you've been in a fight before, but there's usually yeah. not this much talking. And he apologizes. <laughs> he's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, he catches he catches Winter Soldier's hand. So this is one of the things that someone else pointed out that. Spider-Man is uh, outside of Vision and uh, Wanda, probably the most powerful uh, person there. In, in the, yeah. In the, in the, yeah. Com in the, in uh, the... Comics, he is one of the most. He's he's what they you know what would be an alpha you know type or omega type yeah. uh, uh, power. He is so fucking powerful that, but he's, because he's only been doing it for six months, you know he he's yeah. really kind of. But yeah, that's, outside of the others, he would just get he would handle all of them. That's that's one of the one of the things in the comics is there's like no limit to his strength. Mm -hmm. Like they'll say, oh, you know, Cap can lift four thousand pounds or five thousand pounds, and uh, you know, the Hulk can is this or that. They they've never he, reached Spider-Man's limit. He's physically as strong as the Hulk. Yeah, I mean, you know, and in his own movie, like he holds the two halves of the ship together. Come on. Yeah. A, a building falls on him and he's able to to hold yeah. it up. 
I, you know, I gotta, it's just, I gotta point out that we were talking about the airport scene and the Russo brothers who directed this movie also directed a lot of Arrested Development and they actually had, yeah. a, cam- yeah. had a cameo of the, of the stairway, you know, the, the, uh, the, the loading, what is it, what are they called? The stairway the, truck, yeah. The yeah, stairway truck. With, with the Bluth family symbol on it, it was the actual one from Arrested Development, which was featured so nicely in, 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 what in the airport they've scene. also done is, I guess it's Community? Yeah. Is the other one that they and so when uh, Tony Stark has his uh, moment in front of MIT and he comes off into the uh, the faculty representative and he's talking to him. Apparently, that's a guy from Community. I I haven't watched. Yeah. Um, Who but is? Wait, which guy? The guy that comes off and he he wants to get the 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 money so he can do his uh, self cooking hot dog. Oh yeah 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 no that guy he's totally he's the like president of the community college and community. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So there's, apparently there's it's because of the Russo brothers yeah, that bring couple, all those guys in. There's a couple oh, of cameos really? throughout. There's some in Endgame too. There's um. The, isn't isn't yeah. one of the Russo brothers the dead guy in in this too? Yeah, in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the and, bathtub. And the and the one one of the Russo brothers' wives, in the uh, Zemo's wife's um, voicemail. Oh, nice. Yeah, she did the... That's something I had not heard. Yeah. So that is new knowledge. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I listened... I did. I listened to uh, podcasts all Monday and Tuesday, and a lot of today. Um, there were some I got about halfway through and fast forward because I just couldn't take it anymore. And there were some I really enjoyed, but a lot of people dropped some really good knowledge and bring up some really good stuff. Um, Marvel, or not... It's not Marvel. It's... Um, it's uh hero movie podcast it's uh hmp is one of the best as far as like i'm concerned as far as like just they cover all just all movies any superhero any kind of good hero movie they've got like 300 something episodes really funny guys um they brought up some really cool stuff they do some really good stuff right now with the current stuff called um 30 questions about like uh you know uh they did wandavision falcon and winter soldier they're doing loki right now just hilarious guys but um yeah one of the things uh, a lot of people were talking about and, and we haven't talked about yet was the the kiss right the kiss with sharon carter so there's a lot of people that have issue with this and and i was trying to figure out whether they had issue if if that podcast was done after endgame or before endgame and I think after Endgame, people have more problems with it because they know Steve goes back in time, and technically she would be potentially his uh, offspring, niece, whatever. I, travel. Yeah. He's, trying, travel. he's trying to move on. Come on. I don't. Like, I don't time have travel his... is just too hard to. Yeah. I don't have, yeah. He's like, I'm not going to kiss you because a... you know there's a possibility I might tra- time travel in the future <laughs> and go back. I don't right. want to betray my 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 dead. <laughs> Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem that it seemed to come out of nowhere. I disagree like, with that because in Winter like, Soldier, in Winter Soldier, she lived across this the building, and him and uh, Black Widow talked about the fact that he should ask her out multiple true. times. Also true. And yes. she came in and saved his ass when she thought everything was going so. But then, in but then the previous was, movie. But then he was mad at her. Right, but oh, and, you've never oh, been mad at someone. You, you've never been mad at your. You're you're always you're never been an Andrew. I can imagine. <laughs> well, okay. That's never happened. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Is so is so. They, I, I don't know. I I think the 
people were saying it wasn't earned, and I, I thought it was I, totally earned. No, I don't think so. Well, I don't then, think so. And then we got, just, to, see, we got to see the the reaction from, uh, <laughs> which was so good. <laughs> yeah, like both of them were like, "You go, Steve. Yeah. You get yeah, yours." Even actually, after they were at each other's odds about the seat yeah. being back, actually, and, stuff, I, and then you come back cut to them, and it's like they're I, like, "Yeah, thumbs up." <laughs> I've seen interviews. I watched a bunch of interviews when Falcon and Winter Soldier came out with the two of them, and they asked him about that, and they said, um, they said there's a cup. They said most of the scenes of the two of them in the car are ad libbed. Well, no, they said they had to cut away because they would oh. just crack up completely. So, <laughs> oh, I bet. So, yeah. like when they're watching the the kiss, he said. Like, as soon as they cut away, the two of them were like catcalling and, and, <laughs> and making fun, and he said. He said, if you watch the scene uh, where he's like, can you move your seat up? And he goes, no. And he moves over. And he said, like, half a... He's like, if they hadn't cut it right there, you would have seen me just laugh hysterically. Up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, but, if, I'm going to give a spoiler for next week because they play that off in the next... Then uh, Winter, oh, yeah. Captain Winter... Or Falcon and Winter Soldier. But it's reversed. It's Falcon in the back and, and Bucky in the front. Um, I thought it was totally earned, and I liked the fact that it was like Cap finally was able to give up. Um, you know, he, he he held out of having love and, and a relationship because Peggy was alive, and, and now that she wasn't, even though he understood that she was his, his you know, her niece, um, it was kind of like one of those, it's like, who cares? He no. didn't have any real connection with her other than that that they would have been together if he hadn't gone in the eyes I, I so think it's, I, it's, I thought it was a perfect it's kind of like Scarlett Johansson going after or you know Black Widow going after Hulk you know there, there's a moment where they're <laughs> they're exploring it in the MCU and they probably they could have yeah. op- they, they had the option of going in future movies then in that direction and, and it didn't you know they went to, oh here's the thing that most people Hawkeye don't know like that and and this was like an option and they went a different direction and that's so here's yeah. the thing in the comics yeah. he was with sharon multiple times on and off more than ever than he was ever with peggy he was with sharon well so if you go by the comics huh until after endgame no well the endgame isn't in comics so i'm just saying in the oh, comics okay. He was with Sharon yeah. way more than he was ever, ever even thinking about Peggy. Yeah. Matter of fact, in the, in the the Civil War comic, Sharon actually assassinates him because she's under mind control. But we're not going to talk about that right now. And I'm glad they didn't do that part of it. But I <laughs> I I thought it was a cool thing. It kind of gave him a chance to, you know, it, it really showed that you know it paid off from what they had in in yeah. um winter soldier you know people were saying oh it wasn't earned i'm like he put the work in he thought about asking her out for coffee you know we all know what asking out for coffee is i mean luke cage told us that right so <laughs> right uh, so I, I just i thought it, it's funny because it's it's a very device thing that where a lot of people are like oh my god i can't believe it you know what he did to peggy and it's like but a lot of people, it's it's after the end game, you know, and we're, we're after end game spoilers if you if you haven't got there yet. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Is I thought it was perfect. I I personally w- was hoping that we would see more of that. I think Sharon Carter is a, a awesome character. Um, I I wish we'd have seen more of her. Um, so and it also yeah. gave it gave it gave a reason as to why she would do what she did. Why would she totally give up her position as a agent and and someone credible to steal uh, Falcon's wings 
you know, his bird suit and uh, the cap shield. Costume. Costume. Bird costume, right? <laughs> no one better be flying this. Mo- I better not look out the window and see anybody flying this. <laughs> right? They're like, he looks at her, he's like, bird costume. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about the, what about when he goes like, what's with the cat suit? You know? <laughs> you oh, know? yeah. And he's like, right. well, this guy shows up in a cat suit and nobody's going to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mackie has got so many good lines. He is so. He does have so many good he lines. He's so cool. I, I I think him and him and Don Cheadle are probably two of my favorite actors in in all of this. I love their their characters. I love them as as. I as like Paul actors. Rudd. Do, do I you like remember Paul Rudd well, so much? Paul Rudd is so good too. Yeah. Do you remember Don Cheadle in in Ocean's Thirteen when? I, oh my god well this movie had an emp <laughs> bomb you know where they and, yeah. and, and and i think it was oceans 13 the third one when when he has to set off maybe it was 12 or 11 i don't know but it was 11 actually was it 11 where he has to set yeah. off uh this bomb and he like he oh no it was 13 he's so funny in this movie but i remember he has to like he like he's like worried about the bomb going off and and rather than like getting behind something he just covers his Covers he his covers junk. his junk, right? <laughs> exactly. I do really remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me let me ask you guys this. Um, what? You probably know this, Nina. Maybe, maybe Steve. You know it too. Does do the X Men exist in the MCU? Yeah, but they don't refer not... to them as mutants. They refer to them as as. Uh... Not. But they. Not yet. In not... the movies, ever. Oh. In the, what are they no. called? Like in the movies, are they even like they're like, there's no they're not referred no, to. They're not discussed. They're not referenced. They're not, they're not referenced. Not, there's okay. that was because. Um, and I understand it's a because Disney because like Disney and Fox yeah because it was di- yeah. But even in the comics, do they exist? Do they in, in the comics? Yes, in the comics, okay. yes. There, I mean, there's crossovers all over the place. Cap and Wolverine are like buddies, and no, um, what, do, what do they call the what do they call the mutants in the uh, MCU? Enhanced. Enhanced. No, you're, the inhuman. No, no. Right now, they call them Inhumans, uh, oh, according right, okay. to Agents of Shield. Uh, the Sokovia Accords uh, called it enhanced, which would include anybody that's mutant and non-mutant. Anybody that has a suit. Oh, so the Sokovia Accords were in the movies, though. So do they refer to enhanced in the movies? Yeah, it was yeah. called yeah. enhanced. So there you go, Bo. So, so enhanced. Okay. But, but, um, but they don't like none they... of the characters exist. There's no, 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 no. There's no. No. Not no, yet. But, but the thing is, now that, right. um, now that Disney and Fox have kind of merged, um, yeah. there's a well, lot of speculation. The part. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of, well... Um, have you guys seen the preview for, excuse me, have you guys seen the preview for, um, all the new phase four stuff that's coming? Mm. Well, there's Um, Shang-Chi and... Yeah, it's, it's, they had, it's it's a a lot of it is, yeah, it's a lot of it is like real quick stuff. So they have like She-Hulk, Hawkeye, Mm -hmm. and then the last thing they have, they're like, it's phase four and a four shows up and then there's the circle around it, like Fantastic Four. And 
Yeah, all my all my comic nerd friends like lost their shit. <laughs> oh my god, it's Fantastic Four. Has so it cast I, yet? They, another another version we, of the Fantastic we, Four. We will see. We will see. So so John there is Krass, a lot of speculation. It's got to be. It's got to be. Uh, it's got. There be, is a lot of speculation. Chris Evans has to be in that movie somehow. <laughs> they have to work Chris Evans into that movie, right? <laughs> Wait, as, as Captain America. <laughs> as, as, as Captain America, like get him in that movie somehow. Just. Yeah. Yeah. It would be funny if he could just be like he could like teach the flame on to the to. Uh, he just needs something. to say it, you know, like like right before right before like uh, Human Torch says it, he says it right before him, like suit yeah. up, flame on, you know. Yeah, exactly. There, there was that would a, be awesome. There was an old there was an old comic where Cap and Human Torch teamed up. Nice. Oh, and yeah. Chris Evans has said he has signed copies of that cover a lot. Nice. <laughs> so, right, sure. um, I anyway, hope. I hope they do get and do a Fantastic Four that is comic worthy and, and, and enjoyable. Um, when I was collecting comics way back in the early 80s, uh, that was one of the ones that I did read and, and collect a little bit. And it's funny because I know we've talked about this before, but um, it, my my introduction to them actually came from Power Pack when Franklin became part of Power Pack and, and he was, they had a crossover with F Fantastic Four and I started reading them from that. Yeah. Um, we talked about so this I, with the, the Quiet Place about possibly John Krasinski and, and Emily Blunt playing. Right, yeah. Uh, playing playing uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Fantastic in Invisible Woman, yeah. Right, right. That would be great. Um, yeah, He I would think, do a great job, yeah. I think so. I think, I think a problem, well, with the first movie, I think there was <laughs> some other, Actually, Chris Evans. He wasn't bad. John. He wasn't a yeah. bad Johnny Storm, and what's his face wasn't a bad thing. But, um, what's her name as the Invisible Woman was? Yeah, no, the first yeah. one not, had to... not not great, and and the other guy was too old for, to play Reed Richards. But and then, the most recent remake with Michael B. Jordan, who's fantastic usually in anything but that script was just it was awful that script was so bad it was really i didn't bad. i didn't have a problem with the cast as much although i thought the reed richards was too young in that one yeah um uh but i that script was so bad yeah they they've so, yeah. not done you know what they could do to make it to make it better put ryan reynolds as reed richards would be pretty funny <laughs> Which no, no, be. he could never be anything but Deadpool. He's got or, the hair. Or no, he Green no. Lantern. <laughs> I, I would love to see. see I'd love to see him do. I would love to see him do another Green Lantern. I did not think Is it Green two Lantern guys, was a girl in a pizza parlor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but remember that. So that's one of the posts. Was it? Was it? Deadpool Wait. So does that make thing the pizza time? parlor? When he, <laughs> right. Exactly. Does he? Does he? When he puts the bullet in his own in his own head, so he doesn't right. have to do. That's like <laughs> yeah. so good. Uh, all right. We're getting we're getting off topic. I have a couple things. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to. No, no, no. It's fine. But I'm actually, actually, in this, I have two in the, big questions. Real quick, in the Civil War comics. Uh, a lot of the X-Men oh. and the Fantastic Four were, were involved, so. Reed oh, okay. Richards and Sue Storm were a big part of it, and they were on opposite teams. And one of the things that some people were talking about was is that um, they were trying to say that uh, Natasha kind of played the, um, the Susan Storm part from the comics where she started off a little bit backing Richards, who, who was on Team Iron Man and then switched, um, and actually kind of left Reed Richards as part of it 
Like they have, they have a very emotional uh, uh, page on there where she's talking about like she knew she was leaving him, so like she made him a good dinner. They they had uh, oh, wow. uh, relationships that night, and then she wrote a note and fucking snuck off with her brother oh, that wow. night, and like was like, "Yep, yeah, I can't back you on this one." So, wow, interesting. Pretty interesting, yeah. No, um, okay, Bo, the comic. No, Bo, you had yeah. some questions right. about three questions. Okay. <laughs> How strong is the web material from Spider-Man? Pretty damn strong. Pretty strong, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to have break it. it. No. Maybe. You don't think Hulk could break it? No. So that's my question, because that would that would back up the fact well, that. Spider-Man well, how did is how did you know Spider-Man went in the airport scene? He locks down. Um, who are the ones that are chasing him in you know at the beginning? Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we're, okay, and he locks yeah. him down with the, with it, and then later. They appear. They're they're there. So somehow they got. Well, they out scraped of it. it off. They scraped it off. Okay, so they didn't okay. web them web them up. Okay, okay. So so how do you scrape so it off? Or what do you mean did, by that? Did they, <laughs> wait, mean, so, did they? So does did it they appear up? later? They did. Yeah. Because when yeah, soldier was they in the showed final up at the scene. end. Well, they have that. Oh, they right. have yeah, that running scene when they're all running. Yeah, they have the initial yeah. fights, and then they get together. And this is this is one of the worst parts of that whole airport scene for me: is they line up across each other and start running at each other. <laughs> that to me, yes, it's very comic booky, it's, and it's, it's kind of cool. It's it's the center, but it's, it's cinematic. stupid. It's, yeah, exactly. It is. It's a double page. Yeah. It's, it's a, a double it's a double page, page that yeah, the state, you can practically see the staples in the middle. They were, yeah, they were going for the whole helicopter muscle scene too, just right. trying to get something that was cinematic and 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 momentous. And it's like and the, the scene this, in Endgame when when all the women line up, and it's 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 beautiful, but but a lot of people had problems with it because it was so staged. We'll see the staples just, in that one too. <laughs> <laughs> they go right we'll, through we'll, uh, wasp. We'll, I see we'll that. We'll get there when we get there. I have thoughts, yeah. but um. Okay. But yeah, but like, the, but like the scene when when Cap is holding up his shield and Tony is hitting That's with the repulsors through the yeah. yeah through the through the stone. I'm like, it might as well say Avengers right up there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a cover from Civil War, actually. I believe. Yeah, I think it's I, uh, Civil War Five. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It 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 yeah. looked exactly like a cover. Yeah, there's there's like but there's so like six so covers. That's the thing. Like, in that so movie. what is the deal with the webbing? Like. It, it has a very high. Well, they it kept has it kind a very of ambiguous. They they address it in Homecoming, right? <laughs> or do they? I think it does. It does <laughs> wear do. off. There's or you no can, backstory. You can they scrape don't... it off. I think it it has a tensile strength, but it also only has so much of a uh, adhesion strength, so it can pop off. And it so well, if he'd watch, wa- watch, watch him amazing, up completely, watch Amazing Spider-Man because Amazing Spider-Man versus the original Spider-Man in Amazing Spider-Man, it's it's something that he created through science whereas in the original right. spider-man it came out of the bite the the spider bite it was a yeah. it was, right it was but a, the new so spider-man first. also has the web shooters right like so the, so watch amazing spider-man because they go into the science of it and there's your it's answer. supposed to have a very very high tensile strength i don't know yeah okay what's your second question All right, fair enough. <laughs> second question um why don't any of these buildings have rebar in them like people go through walls, <laughs> people go through floors. When Vision gets shot down twenty stories, right? Vision gets shot down twenty stories by Wanda, right? Yeah. There is not one piece of rebar. It's so like, who's, well, it's so like who's the architect straight, in this in this group? It, it, it's obviously Tony Stark. It might as well be cracked. <laughs> no, it's obviously you, Bo. Who has no idea, right? Because it's like, Wait, but she can control his his weight 
she she could have made him wait whatever you don't she wanted. See remnants of rebar. It's like it's there would be like we don't see remnants of anything before on that one. I, I agree it. with you that that so, they they I, do I, go through some stuff. Have you ever easy, watched those videos? One, on, have you ever watched those videos online where it's like an expert takes on like like you get a lawyer that takes on a lot of movies that refer to law. You could be the architect that takes yeah, on right. movies. Takes on, you know, I, could be the, I could be the IT person could, that takes maybe on. Maybe that's like that's gonna be my claim to fame. I'm gonna be an influencer. I'll be an Claire, architect Claire, influencer. Claire would watch him. She loves that. She I loves love that it. lawyer guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The MCU architect. So okay. this building wouldn't have fallen if that villain hit that point right. exactly. If it was there. built to code, if it was built to code. <laughs> there you or go. This villain nice. cannot, That's a problem. This villain, this villain you, cannot hold this building up from the column on the corner of the building because the whole rest of the building would collapse. So yeah. you know that's why, because Tony, our, our vision was in the Stark complex, or right, or something Stark built. So you know he cuts yeah, yeah, corners because yeah. he's a cheapskate. He's got, he's trying to exactly. keep all his money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, third question, last question, last question related to the MCU because I have a couple for you guys for for later from your previous podcast. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> so Noah, you've mentioned before that Bucky was held prisoner in Wakanda. Yes. What makes you say that? They freeze his ass. They they <laughs> literally say went. you're. But that was a choice. That, At the end of this, you see him. He went says, on his own accord. It's more like an insane asylum kind of a situation. More like is it? I have. It was the, wait, wait, okay. I'm mentally he unable, chose, he, and I'm but, going okay. under my own. But okay. If he would have said, "No, nah, I'm done. I'm gonna leave," do you think they would have let him leave? Yeah, I do. I disagree. See, but okay. I think I but he also he also knows the Wakandans can help him. Like he doesn't want to be that way anymore. He doesn't want to be under the control of whoever says those words. So it's like it's like it's, a hospital I, where you can't check yourself out. Well, he does. Still, that's still own, a prisoner. At the I was going to say, movie, in though, some he, ways, in some ways, it is. It goes, is like it is like it is like a mental power. hospital. Then yeah, yeah. There are. But it's, I mean, you, if you can't check yourself out, you're still a prisoner. Yeah, but. But you're your are own you prisoner. prisoner a, are you a prisoner in a mental institution? No. If you, if you check can't check yourself, yourself out, you're not you a prisoner, though. It, dep it depends. If you can't well, check yourself out. You're not a out. prisoner. <laughs> does it make you a prisoner? Yes, it does. Hang on. Nina, no, Nina, it doesn't. Nina, I, I vote on. for you. <laughs> Hang on. Yes. There actually so what is... What was the psychology degree? Why don't you tell us about... Yes. <laughs> there actually... If you... There... It doesn't happen as much anymore because the laws have changed, but there are circumstances where if you check yourself into a mental hospital, you know, for treatment or whatever, and they determine that releasing you, you would be a danger. Like, say you go in and you're like, um, and they're like, okay, we're going to start treating you. And there's, you know, uh, they screw up the medication and you get worse, which sometimes happens. And you like really start like losing it and you're like i gotta get out of here i'm gonna and they're like no 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 you're gonna if we let you out you'll hurt yourself they can they can keep you they okay. can keep you but from what if you're totally calm and you're having a great day and you're all good and you're like you know what i think i'm ready to go it depends depends if what your doctors say it depends what you're in for depends what your tr treatment but are is you a prisoner in a mental yes. institution? sometimes the answer is yes, yes. You're Sometimes, a prisoner? Yes. 
You're a prisoner. You're behind bars. Sometimes, yes. You're cuffed. Wait, wait, wait. Walk with handcuffs. Who's, who, who said being you a prisoner means you're a a behind? Who says that that's what requires to be a prisoner? A prisoner means that you are not under your own release. You are not in control uh, to re release yourself I mean, to the public on your my, own. My, has nothing have, to do with how many meals. Look, we have a look, bars. We have, we have a pretty big mental hospital in in town, um, which. Uh, like uh, du the, the Dupont guy who killed the wrestler, they locked him up there. There's there's a movie on Netflix and called I Care a Lot. Have you have you has anyone seen? Oh that? my God, yes. Where where yeah. it's it's like an elderly someone who like yes. forces the elderly. Great movie. In, yeah, Great and, movie. and one of them oh. turns out to be the, the the mother of a mob boss or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> Sierra watched that. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, good. And it, Anyway, so we have this um, we have this pretty big mental hospital in town. It's it's and my my bus that I take to work goes through the grounds, and there are two buildings there that they look like high security prisons. I mean, they're they have you people know, 20 shot foot. if they leave. They shoot to kill. Here's the thing: they have twenty foot chain link fences. They have like these curved. Well, if they broke um, out, things they over top. Hey, hey, here we with, go. With um, iron fist, with iron barbed fist wire, and yes, they have yes, they have armed guards. A prisoner they is a person guards. who is deprived of liberty against their will. Boom, prisoner. If you check, if you check your well, prisoner, is, well, you, you're if you talk, check yourself you're talking in, about, is it against your will? You're talking about Bucky Barnes, though, and and can he leave whenever he wants? Well, what, I don't I know. So. I don't. I don't know. No. All we saw in this movie was that he said in the end, "Freeze me because I got to be unscrambled by the uh, by Wakanda." Wakanda, yeah. And then, the, when do we see him next in uh, the the first? Not in Infinity game, War. Infinity War. I think it's, it's, yeah, it's at the end of him. So where are you yeah. getting that he was being held prisoner? What 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 are you seeing? I mean, it's well. Okay, but here's the thing, and, and we a, never we no, never I get just, an answer. Where, is, where I do mean, you, he where never. Was he, a he never. If he wanted he never, just to leave, if he wanted to just say, "Yeah, I'm done. Um, I'm gonna I head out." And then I, do you I, think I mean, you think Chicago, you think Black Panther is like, "Yeah, dude, go ahead. You do you." I know he's gonna like, "Nah, bro, you can't go." Why are you saying that? Why Why do you say that? What do you have? What do you What are you basing this on? The basing it on the fact that they they don't believe that he's he's cured. If they're but saying that he he's held against his, okay. They're they're I, saying like we're I mean, gonna treat is, you, but you can't just do what you want to do. Okay. This I, I guess I need academic. I need some more information, and uh, so we'll we'll wait and see until we get to Infinity War. If there's more information that 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 backs up your, <laughs> your, your claim, I, mean, I don't I don't see it. All I see is him saying, "I'm checking myself in to to cryogenic freezing for." Yeah. Uh, right. Okay, but that I mean, that doesn't that doesn't mean he's not a prisoner. If he would if he would have said, "Look, okay, unfreeze me. I'm gonna just take off." Do you think they would have said, well, "Yeah, can't. yeah, frozen"? I don't know. Uh, yeah, who makes I, the decision? I Maybe mean, he filled out a form. <laughs> so if it's not his decision, unfreeze <laughs> me on this date. Check. I mean, you know, I don't know. This is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where we land. I, I think you're jumping to some like conclusion. Doesn't 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 have the information go. to give it basis. So yeah. I don't know. guys, give Sorry, Nina yeah, a chance. Okay. <laughs> But we've been oh, drinking. We Come on. <laughs> oh, well, Give me this a, is a <laughs> This is this is this is all an academic discussion because he doesn't want to leave. Right. He, he agrees to go there. 
Um, Not a prisoner. You know, he agrees together. He agrees to undergo treatment. And and actually, we'll get into this when next week is when when they determine that he's no longer a danger, he does leave. True. So actually, anyway. it's, it's when they need some help defending that motherfucker. They're like, did that bitch an arm and let's do this. Yes. <laughs> but but we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. I have, I've only seen two of the. There's, so, there's, also, there's also somebody did a fan fan comic strip. Uh-huh. Where it's um, it was uh, T'Challa every every day for the next two years, and it's like, hi Steve. Yes, he's fine. He's doing well. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can totally see that too. Yeah. Actually, what I I don't even see his phone calls. I think Steve wrote letters, like every day. Like, how's he doing? <laughs> can I come visit yet? Does he need right. anything? <laughs> and how are you doing? Feel sorry about your father. <laughs> yeah. oh, I can totally God. see that. Um, right. One of the things I read really quick, too, is, is this was on the IMD trivia, and I thought I just thought it was really cool, is uh, the day before filming the fight scene with Robert Downey Jr., uh, Sebastian Stan sent him a video of himself <laughs> uh, doing some intense bicep curls in front of a decapitated head of an Iron Man suit. I read he that attached too. the message said, looking forward to this scene tomorrow, Robert. <laughs> I read that and I literally laughed out fucking loud. I was like, that is so fucking funny. Cause I could see, I mean, he's no small guy. He, he's got, he's, I mean, he's, he hasn't got Captain America arms, but you know, he's, he's definitely got some, some, some beef to him. And I could just see sending that to, to, to Robert Downey Jr. Like, yeah, ready for that fight scene tomorrow. <laughs> like, Damn, well, Sebastian Paul Shaw said he put on like 35 pounds of muscle for for this movie. But even Captain America talked about talked about how he, what you know he would he would bulk up, but then when he, when he started shooting the film, he would start losing weight during production because because he, he couldn't work out as yeah, much. Yeah, he couldn't work out, and and right. so he was talking about uh, uh, one of the characters. I think it was Falcon who would, uh, you know, off scene would be doing, you know, hitting the weights and stuff. And he was like, no, I can't do that. I'm, I'm too, um, that, that makes me a little embarrassed to do that. But then by the time uh, Civil War came around and he knew he had that, that helicopter shot, he's like, yeah, fuck it. I gotta, I gotta book up. You know, he started doing it. It's like, screw what, what people think. It's just, well, I when, they, when they did Winter Soldier, they, they shot the scene in the elevator first because that was when he was at his buffest. Yeah. Makes so sense. yeah that is the best scene and it also makes some of the best memes i love yes. the memes that come out with that with the, the <laughs> like the dad jokes yes so fucking funny but that is one of my favorite scenes by far in the entire what 26 mcu movies that one it's scene great. i could i mean it's almost better than ragnarok the movie wow <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, no, we have a moment here. We have to, we have to acknowledge. I, I mean, that is I, from start to finish. That whole like, anybody want to get out before we start? I'm like, I just like, I, I want to marry that guy right after that. I'm like, I'm, I'm with you, dude. I am so with you. Um, I've turned gay but, just from this uh, this moment. Right? No, I, he is such. That's just a cool scene. Uh, one of the things we didn't talk about is um zemo as a as a villain how do you think he um stands up against the other villains in the uh, other movies i mean he, he definitely is not a loki level villain mm, you know Lo- yeah. Lo- loki is by far the best we've had uh up to this I mean, point 
let's let's face it if you take out if you take out loki and thanos all of the villains are kind of <laughs> kind of weak <laughs> yeah they're not i mean there's there's well, there's not anybody who's really iconic so i guess i mean like and and like i said earlier you have that he's, he's definitely a comic book villain where he has like a 25 point plan and everything right. has to go off perfectly right. and it's like what is that he's very very much more <laughs> cerebral than any of the others have he's been. like he's pulling the strings in the background he doesn't he doesn't resonate as an evil villain it, it, he's just in the background and he certainly pulls everyone's strings and and creates so let me this. ask this his 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 end is end point where he decides where he's gonna commit suicide after all of this does that bring him down down as a villain almost like like a real villain would be like ah shit it didn't work as well as i was hoping i'll let me get him next time instead of like the whole like okay i did this i got this going i'm just gonna now i'm gonna end myself i no, i think i think it just resonates how much grief he's going through and how much he's driven by grief and but that's what i mean does that does that take him down as a villain though is like this was all I, gr no grief i think i driven. think he, yes well i don't know what you mean by take him down it it, it makes him uh, more human and like loki loki gets his ass kicked every time and he doesn't go ah oh, fuck i'm done i'm not gonna do this anymore he's like all right you got me i'm gonna i'm gonna come out better next time no it humanizes it humanizes zemo i mean that that's all and i and i i, I don't think, think that's okay i don't think he resonates so much as a villain because he he he, he he's in the background but i think it works for this movie um and i th and i think zemo in a way he he got what he wanted Oh, I he love that to, line in the end. When, he wanted, when, when, he actually when, when wins. Bilbo is I mean, like, he, Bilbo's like, oh, Bilbo. man, everything all screwed up. And, and he's like, is that what you think? I, I, you know. Yeah. Bilbo. And, I don't know what oh his God. name is. What, <laughs> I know him as Martin, Bilbo. Um, Are you talking about Ross? Uh, yeah, Ross. The, Martin, the, the, Martin, the other Martin Ross. Freeman, yeah. Not, not the William Hurt Ross, Ross, but the other Ross. Yeah, who shows up in Black Panther. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. We'll talk about a lot more when we get to that one. Ever Ross, but, yeah. Yeah, but I think I think when Zemo think to the voicemail message from his wife, and mm -hmm. I think when he the very last thing and he deleted it, it was kind of like you know, it's almost like, you know, the last words of Christ, it is finished and oh, and oh, okay. that oh, was, like you that. know. Yeah. All right. He's a he's a pretty weak I mean, as far as villains go, like I'm just looking at a couple of the other ones that I'm thinking about. Like I think um as far as like the vitriol of villains it's like you look at uh Ebediah from iron man like he's got so much hate and anger and then you look at uh uh what's his name um from ant-man uh, oh yeah it's, uh cross Darren yeah cross. so he's just like such a like they're like such bad bad people i know i know you're not an iron man three is it iron man three, <laughs> iron man three guy but um you know oh, yeah uh, killian uh, killian aldrich yeah exactly i mean but i mean they're just like evil bad people right yeah. and this guy's just like he's just trying to get some closure it seems like it, yeah he was more of a puppet master and stuff like that i just i like i just was curious because um that's the one thing marvel has not really done well is is villains i mean outside of loki who really He's not even a full villain because he's he has his he has his. This is a half decent villain. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he, he's I'd, a great villain, but he's I, also. I think an Marvel's, I I think, I think Marvel's I, gotten some great villains out there. I disagree with your I, your I, idea. Yeah, that I they, th they've done them. No, I'm okay. I, Two I, you, is. 
Yeah, I think I think their best villains are, and I've said this before, it's the ones where you're like, yeah, they have a point. Like Killmonger. Yeah. And Thanos. I didn't like Killmonger either, oh, but well, uh, we'll get I had to, issues. We'll get to him. I thought he was yeah. great. But, but, well, but like, you can... I mean, like they're sympathetic in some way like loki even is sympathetic in some way it's like you know he's yeah you, know, I, I think all, you get it you understand these characters and that makes some of the harder to what's a great villain i i didn't catch all of that but uh what makes a good villain i i think uh i i personally think the two best villains are are loki and thanos for sure right but we haven't got to thanos yet necessarily um outside of loki uh the ones that we've covered so far I, hydra i mean hydra would be the next best villain and and it's not even a person it's a it's an entity for for winter soldier i, I wouldn't even call winter soldier a villain in that he because it, it's it's a hydra controlled and i don't think a lot of people consider hydra actually a villain it, they they kind of you go, oh, well, Winter Soldier was, but I, I think Hydra was probably the best villain out of that series. So, uh, but I mean, I, I don't care for the, oh, I'm going to match exactly, you know, Darren Cross. Oh, you shrink and you grow. Okay. Mm. You know, Ironmonger, yeah, uh, you know, we talked about, he said from Iron Man 1, it's just a bigger suit. Okay. Uh, the, Iron the Man 2, you had. With this movie, there's so much talk about, are you on team Tony Stark or are you on team uh, Steve Rogers? And and that just makes a point that there is no necessarily a villain. It's, it's all about the sides. And I think that's more uh, reflective of, of society, of kind of politics or, you know, and that and that's interesting that that's worth talking about. And so I like that they explore it beyond just pure evil or, you know, Hydra to me is is just kind of it it's it's there's something pure about it that almost is is a little un isn't realistic it's it's just evil for evil's sake okay but but this is something that you can kind isn't of isn't that what makes great to, villains well oh, okay. I, I like well, it when you evil. try to think about it where you're just like you're a little lost i mean you're 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 you understand you know, you talk about sympathy, you know, you sympathize with, with characters, you understand where they're coming from. And then I you mean, see what, it's not about evil, it's about retribution or vengeance or, or th what's driving them. And, and when you can get behind it, it makes it resonate. All right. And, and I mean, as, as, as far as like Hydra goes, yeah, it's kind of like a faceless entity, but when they do have a face on it, like Alexander Pierce and Winter Soldier, mm -hmm. again, well, first of all, it's Robert Redford who's amazing. <laughs> Electric probably... horseman, come on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, he's when he goes and he he's like, we're in his own twisted mind. It's like we are protecting people by, you know, taking away these threats, and you know, Cap argues, well, you know, it's you're also taking away their freedom but anyway but you can you can you can see his point there are people today in government who are making that same argument and enough people agree with them that they keep getting reelected so i mean right. it's you know it's not that far out but i think because it is kind of on a it's a the basic reasoning is pretty human and the even though the that you know they had these great inventions and everything to carry out their their will but i think i think they're 
it's hard to think like you don't think of Alexander Pierce as a villain. He's definitely an antagonist, but you don't think right. of him as like you don't put him in the same yeah. list with Loki and Thanos, you know? Yeah, I was just saying with with this one with Zemo. I mean, he's he's definitely a comic book uh, villain, uh, a Captain American villain. Um, we just don't see as much of him because there's so much of the the battle between the two the two stars, the Captain. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. Now, if they would have done this as a non Civil War and had him do this as some kind of internal strife that became the same battle, but without the the government involved, he may have been a better villain i was just curious what your guys thought on him i it's just one of those it's almost like he's wasted we'll talk about him next week because he he does show up back in in uh uh winter soldier falcon and winter soldier so i haven't gotten uh, that part oh you just spoiled it damn you come on did you not like start it I've what seen two episodes. I know, right? God. Did you not see episode one? Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> he in episode one? I didn't see him in there. No, he doesn't get into like episode two or three. I think three. it's maybe three. I've seen Beginning two. of three. <laughs> well, then get on your horse and get on there. I, well, I can't I help it. To, if you, I had to switch to Civil War. Okay. See, I, always, I just assumed that everybody had been further along on all of these than I had. I, yeah. I, <laughs> No. I'm watching them as they come out. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't hit them until Friday or Saturday, but I am watching them all as they come out. And and uh, I know Loki's uh, the newest one out. I don't know if any of you. I know Nina's following them because she's she's good at like that. The rest of you are it's, just. I'd well, love to watch Loki, but I gotta watch Captain Winter. They don't. You don't have Claire, to, but Claire, I have to Claire, watch Avengers and then I have to watch. <laughs> Claire. Claire, Claire likes watching them together as a family. I, and, and that's cool. We start, we started doing this when uh, the Mandalorian nice. first started, and when it came out on Friday, we would get up like an hour earlier so we could watch it before she went to school. Oh man! And that's the one I can't do. Her cool friends let her stay, let them stay up late the night before, and you wouldn't. What's that? Or, or, that? No, because it comes out Friday at midnight. Stay up late the night before, and you made him go. No, 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 no. We get we would get up. We would get up and like watch it at seven before she went to. The you bus. can't watch it before you go to bed. You'd have to wait till midnight. So no, I her understand. Friend, her cool friends at school would let him stay up. Till no, 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 no. No, fuck no. that. Then you'd be wrecked for the next day. But uh. so so we kind of got doing that, and that was fun, and she really enjoyed that. So then when the when she started. Um, Loki on Wednesdays. Well, when they started, we started homeschooling. We're like, oh. okay, we're gonna, um, we'll watch it like as soon as school's over because we're all home. Nice. And and I'm I'm kind of annoyed that they're putting Loki on. Well, they're and they're saying like from now on they're all going to be on Wednesdays. Yeah. And I'm like, oh come on, guys, Friday was perfect. I, <laughs> I hate the fact that there there's a couple other podcasts that I listen to and and follow them on their Facebook feeds and stuff like that. That people are like spoiling it before nine o'clock on Wednesday, and it's like, come at on. Breakfast, oh. At breakfast this morning, my husband's like, the spoilers for Loki are already out. I'm like, well, yeah. it's been it's been. It's been out on on uh, on streaming for like four hours. Come on, let's yeah. get with it. And, and he's it's like, ridiculous. And he's like, he, he's like, I think people are like watching it on double speed so they can be the first ones to. Spoil it. <laughs> and it's just. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I think we, that. I think we've beat this one to death. Um, we didn't cover nearly <laughs> as much as the movie as I yeah, thought we were going to get into. I mean, well, there's I think, so much. Didn't there's Bo a say lot. Some like last minute questions or something you wanted to bring up at the end. This is about your past podcast. Pat, oh. Okay, right, right, right. Okay. 
Uh, we could we could either do that after, or if you want to want to do that for the people listening. Well, let's 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 wrap up this this civil war. So if people don't want to hear about previous podcasts, we'll we'll let them do that, and then they can they can go by. Okay. But I want to thank anybody. This, we didn't cover as much because there's like whole like there's the whole battle scene. <sighs> There's what? so much. We didn't there's talk so about much. the tunnel fight. We didn't talk about. We didn't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We, there's <laughs> a mean, lot, but we did. But I mean, that's what we do. Is we don't we don't break down scene by scene. Not so technically. Yeah, and uh, and this is one of those movies. It's it's almost two and a half hours long with so much so much to it that we could it is dense. basically. And <laughs> I'm trying to make this not we're longer. We're longer than the movie already. So <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to make this a three hour podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to say thanks to anybody who has uh, listened to us in the past is has joined us uh, recently and uh, will continue to listen to us. I hope that's the case. Um, we appreciate that. We really enjoy doing this. Um, oh yeah, I hope you and, enjoy and, listening. To and there was a there was a Spinal Tap reference in this where I think it was <laughs> Spider Man who said something about these going to eleven. And and wasn't it our wasn't it our friend from Turtle Soup? Yeah, that that is, yeah, is Ryan to yeah. do another another podcast with us. That's that's Tap. coming soon. So, yeah, so I think a that's nice coming soon. Nice little nod to that. We're I'm 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 anxious for that because that'll be great. And you have not seen yeah. that movie, so. No, I have not. Just like Great just movie. like Rocky Horror, I had not Great seen movie. Rocky Horror. So, well, those that whole that whole troupe, like all those movies that they do, yeah, like yeah, Best in Show, yes. Final Tap, like all those movies, so great. Yeah. Waiting for yeah. Guffman, so great. So yeah, we, we I think that's actually coming up soon. Um, I was going to talk to you, Steve, later about our our coming up uh, shows. Um, so that that's one um, I think is on the docket, and yeah. Uh, if if you uh, want to us to want us to cover something specific, let us know at our email at the hwsi dot podcast at gmail dot com. I think it's or the follow dot hwsi dot podcast. Isn't that what I said? No, you said the hwsi. <laughs> oh, I, I thought skip. I said the. Uh, you said dot after hwsi. Okay. I, I'll, I'll try and put it in the notes anyway. It doesn't matter because if you're listening to us, then you can figure it out. You know? Yeah. Exactly. No one's ever emailed us but Bo and my wife, so it, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Nobody cares. Um, follow us on our Facebook group or on our Instagram at uh, HWSI Podcast. Um, I believe that's on both of those. And, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we're going to talk about some of our past shows here, but uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks, and Thanks let's let's keep let's let's keep going. All right, Bo, Bo, go ahead. Everybody's this... got a gimmick now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I had one too. Uh, well, I'll have to remember. Go ahead, Bo. What what, would, what did you have question? So on? I have some rapid fires. I don't want to take a, a lot of people's time. Past podcasts, Noah, you mentioned the mm-hmm. Disney trifecta for the princesses. You saw that on my Facebook page, so that's <laughs> where you saw it. Probably, I saw it on mo- multiples, but yeah, I might have saw it on yours yeah. too. Rapid fire. Uh, Pliny the Elder and Pliny the Younger both are overrated. I will say that I, they're yes. both good. They're both good beers, but they're very overrated. Have, they you, have, taste, have you tasted? Have you tasted Pliny the Younger from? Yes, I've tasted them both. When I used at, to, at the I used to at, get, at Russian River, he used to live here. He used to oh, live. Here. I used to live a right. block away from. The, I used to work a block away. I would go before it was crowded, and I could walk down and like get pizza bites and Pliny at lunch. I think I think Pliny the Younger is a, a much better beer than I think I think it's earned its reputation. Matter, matter of fact, I, I, th- I, I think Bo is the Pig. first. I, I think Blind Pig is better than Pliny the Elder, though. Bo is the first one to actually introduce me to Pliny. Yeah. I remember that. So, okay. I will say this also. That's the thing about Russian River with the Plinies in general. 
their Belgians are so much better than any of their other beers, but nobody is, there's not a lot of Belgian fans. So that's. Oh man, I made a, I mailed a, made a Belgian blonde one at my fourth, fourth floor, which was damn yeah. good. So, so it was, I've had it. Okay. It's good. <laughs> All right. It was good. Um, you guys talked about white Russians and you talked about the big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. I went to a dinner series movie in San Francisco where it was a four course meal during the movie. And oh, they had nice. the dessert was a white Russian base, but one of the things was a coffee rubbed, a coffee rubbed uh, pork. And the coffee is the coffee can that they bury the one guy in from the middle. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was I, went, I, went, that. I went to a big Lebowski uh, showing across from uh, Lagunitas in Petaluma. And, and it was, oh, they, yeah. they served white Russians and, and it was a showing yeah. and, everyone, and sh- people showed up dressed up. It was great. I, 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 I have to great. tell you, I have to tell you, Andrew's been growing his hair since the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> is he wearing a, a robe? <laughs> too? Well, huh? If the dude were six foot seven. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. He has the beard and the long hair and it's kind of the same shape. And <laughs> he, he loves that movie. And yeah. I think I'm getting him the sweater. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. Perfect. Get him a rug. Get him a rug that kind of pulls the room together. You know? Pulls the room together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Noah, you mentioned, like, you guys know why you, you touched on it in the last podcast. Just has that sort of 420 lifestyle, right? Like, you know, the whole history of that. I, I remember hearing the parts about it. Um, I, I know there was some lockdown stuff that happened yeah, with it. I'll send you a link. They got, they got undercover cops came on St. Patrick's Day one year. What did yeah. you say? The 420 yeah. lifestyle? Yeah. Well, it, it's more than just that. That's where they had the undercover brew or, um, what is it? Uh, well, that's where it came from because there were undercover yeah. cops at the brewery. In yeah. The well, but I mean, the whole Lagunitas, lifestyle. Lagunitas, I mean, Lagunitas. is the owner. Lagunitas. The owner has never been uh, very uh, not adamant about the fact that yeah, he smokes and he doesn't well, the care chronic, what people do. The chronic. Either. The chronic. Yeah. They, they they weren't able to get that name, and so they've always yeah. So they had, had it's it, called it censored. Censored. And, censored. And, and, and censored like every year, it gets smaller and smaller, and so you can start. Yeah. Well, I actually have one of the original labels. We used to pick up the beer for the hockey team. Yeah. A couple of the times I was a guy that, that, that went to pick it up. The first year it came out, it actually said chronic on the label. Yeah. And they have some labels that have don't have the censored over it. So I have one of those. Nice. Like at home. Yeah. Right. Last last and not least, this is me being me. Uh <laughs> you know House is a craft brewery, not a microbrewery. Did did someone say a microbrew? You said microbrewery about four times in the last five. I, what is a craft brewery? Oh, yeah, I, I get it. Trust me, I get it. Well, so, okay. okay. Well, wait. Okay, but wait. Originally, didn't they call them microbrews, and then it shifted if to you craft produce brew. more than one hundred and fifty thousand. Right. Okay. So okay. originally, they started off as a microbrew and switched to a craft brew. Okay. But the ones you bought were certainly not for a microbrewery. No. Uh, I just. I was saying. I was so, just going so off what, of. So what's the what's the rule? What's a microbrew? I think the cutoff is one hundred and fifty thousand bottles. I think is okay. what. Okay. Yeah. So wow. you I, more than I just remember. I remember when it was all first coming out and stuff that that it, it yeah. definitely got referred to and, as microbrew and annually. annually? Yeah, annually, right? Exactly. Annually, okay. Yeah, well, we got some work to do, Steve. We we got to work yeah, really hard to get no, to I don't that think craft we can do, I don't think we can legally do that. Well, you have to watch it because if you produce more than two hundred gallons a right. year, you're no, under, but, you're under uh, uh, no, but, ATF. 
but you can you can add up all the members of in your yeah. household in so, your household so if you have a household of five like noah could probably get away with saying a thousand gallons that's, that's five times yeah five times right. uh, that's true that is true times, but they have number 21 which all your all your all mine are well ashley is this this month she turns 21 yeah. this month okay so yeah does, does that the make time, you feel yeah. old at the time you bottle yes it does it makes you, me feel you, you met ashley before she was born so yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> I, I mean, I remember, I mean, I, I remember seeing your kids like pee in fields in public. So I mean, it's just like, <laughs> that happens still today. So there's nothing. Sure, there. right. You're still <laughs> only at 25,000 as far as my calculation. So I don't know if you can. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, we got to connect all of our families together and maybe we'll get that, closer. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Someday we'll, anyway. we'll have that black belt do, brewing. Do you guys uh, have. Do you guys have like oh, homebrew? Nice. Black belt brewing. I like that. Home, homebrew clubhouses where bunches of guys get together. They do, but when we joined and started doing all this, it was during COVID time. So oh, there is okay. there is a um, through the local place they have a have a group that gets together and talks about it, and they have like classes and 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 a Because right? I yeah, because yeah. I've I have a friend who's a home brewer, and he and his wife will take pictures, and they'll be like, oh, we tried all these different things at the clubhouse. Um, oh, yeah. And he actually he set up his dining room really nice. It's um, he put a bar in the one side mm -hmm. and the wall behind it is painted with that chalkboard paint oh nice so you can write the, write so, the beers so he on can it. write the beers on it it's 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 very awesome. cool it's a, it's a nice i have a really cool chalkboard that's for my my kegerator and and i used to put all the the beers that were on it but um because my handwriting is so bad i relied on my daughter and she hasn't <laughs> filled it in so uh, I've had beer in there, but it does. We, nobody knows what it is because it's not. So, so I've got, I've got my fifty-one. She doesn't get it right. Yeah, right. I've got my fifty-one fifty Bach that's currently loggering. I should rename it. My Bucky is a prisoner in Wakanda. Bach. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be wrong. You wouldn't be wrong. Okay. Bucky's a prisoner. Bucky's a prisoner. Well, technically he is. I mean, regardless if he checked himself in or not, he is. Well, so. we'll, we'll debate that more next next time. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us. And uh, that's it for us. So um, that's how we seize it. Good night. Good night. Thanks a lot. Good night, everybody. Take it easy, guys.